When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Christian Blatt says, I've worked with Eric Zane long enough to know that grabbing coffee is code for two more minutes pounding his pud. But as soon as he nuts, he's ready to go. What the fuck? And listen, Christian knows you pretty well at this point. Yeah, that's knowing someone very well. He's like a shock jock. All of a sudden, he gets behind, he gets behind the keyboard. He, he turns into a goddamn shock jock. <laughs> that's why I make the big bucks. That's why you just paid me five bucks. Here comes a grease ball. Hey, everybody. How are you? A little cold open, a little music. And then we'll get to uh, episode number four. 94. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. By the way, for those people that are in the back, remember to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, asswipe, and suck my cock. I've been dying to say that. Cuz... Cuz-a-roo! Cuz-a-roo! Slap-a-rooney! It's showtime! W-A-T-P! W-A-T-P! Hello, welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show where the host laughs at his own jokes. I'm Carl Hamburger, and I thank you for stopping by, everybody. With me today, 60% of who are these broadcasters from the Eric Zane show? It's, uh, uh, it's Eric Zane, everyone. Thank you very much, Carl. I appreciate you. Thank you, gentlemen, for having me back. Yes, thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate you. We appreciate Melissa Young for gifting five who are these podcast memberships. Thank you very much for that. Melissa, please go to whoarethese.com. That's where you get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and the link to Patreon Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. We got to do that next week. That's right. A bonus show. Yeah. Maybe on Tuesday or something. Oh, I don't think I have uh, Drew and Mike duties. Maybe we can do Tuesday. But uh, I, I, I can't. Okay. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Discuss it now. Let's, let's have the meeting after. Hey, guys. Let's do, let's do this. And you can watch the unedited show live or whenever you want to after the fact. When you become a member, you get the link and you can watch the show as so many people are right now. So sign up for patreon.com slash who are these podcasts. And also come see us live in the Tampa Clearwater area, Largo, Florida, Friday, March 22nd, WATPlive.com. We've sold out of the VIP tickets. We've sold out of the first three or four rows, but there's still lots of tickets available. So we'd love to see you guys down there for that show. We're going to have a whole cast of characters for you, including uh, Tukey and Cardiff, who I believe will be popping on the show later today. Hey. Also, we'll be in Vegas at the end of May. Hackamania.com is where you want to go to get those tickets to hang with us in Las Vegas. And we encourage our listeners Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing the Joe Matarese show. This was a suggestion from me because this guy is now a regular on Misery Loves Company. And this is uh, Kevin Brennan's big get. This is where he's come to now. This is his big celebrity 
comedian oh. guest. We have both listened separately. We've not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. A show hosted by Joe Madarese. I checked out episode 15 with guest Jordan Jensen. And I just want to start from the beginning. It's always good when you start with a cold open and you announce that it's a cold open. <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you? A little cold open, a little music. And then we'll get to uh, my amazing guest. But guess what, everybody? Come and see me live. I always like it when a show, like when SNL starts off and they're like, hey, everyone, the show has started, but we haven't done the intro yet. But the show's on. This is the show. This is the beginning of the show. It's a cold open. I thought the same thing. I don't think he he knows what a cold open is. No. I think he just means when you start. I think to Joe Matarese, cold open means no inflection. No energy, be boring, and announce where your comedy gig is going to be. That's to, that's a cold yeah, open to Joe that's actually That's a good point. This is just a promo. This is not a yeah, cold open. Not a, a cold open is when you start, you're, you do the first bit, it catches people by surprise, like, right. you know, a cold water in the face, I guess. Oh, I don't I don't even know, so but I that, know that ain't it. That it's ain't not it. talking to yourself. Basically. No. <laughs> All right, let's get uh. the plugs out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just we just started. What do you mean we we'll get the plugs out of the way? So he's doing this thing. Joe Madari's 93.7% Italian comedy tour. And as soon as I saw that, I went, oh, no. <laughs> Don't tell me this asshat is going around telling hack Italian jokes. So I looked it up, and I found it. This is his uh, Italian act. That's when you know you're one of those American Italians, right? That's when you know one of those American Italians. We're going to do the thing by the stuff and hit them in the wow. Yeah. All right. This is called Italians that chop the vowels off Italian words. This bit has never been done before. (laughs) We're breaking new ground here. This is going to be some really good stuff by Joe. When they chop the vowel right off the food item. Because they think they're more Italian by doing it. I know those people. It's like a specific area in Jersey, right? It's like between exit 15E and 15W. (laughs) Come on. How'd they get away with this shit? Jersey exit Italian jokes. You know, I guess when in Rome, maybe. You know, I mean. Does YouTube know that this is up on their site right now? This is crazy. holy shit all right he has uh he's he's made an uh, his whole everything is italian and and that, and it's interesting because with the episode i reviewed and i'll get to it he's interviewing a, a uh another comedian named jimmy palumbo mm. and so they start and he starts the same goddamn way with hey cold open i'm gonna be in levittown right. he does all that shit and then he brings in the guest and it says in the description this is a very special uh italian episode oh, which i'm no. like what does that even fucking mean oh no so in my clips it'll it'll be revealed but yeah it, this is all the guy does is is italy he makes me fucking hate italians <laughs> <laughs> and that's hard to do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i want to get back to this uh the stand-up because someone in the chat mentioned this i thought the same thing this sounds sweetened to me this doesn't sound like natural laughter especially when you hear like the uproarious laughter during the setup yeah. That's always like, wait, I've been to comedy clubs. I don't. All right, let's let's listen. <laughs> they don't say mozzarella. They go, you gonna get the mozzarella? You gonna get yo? Stop. You getting the mozzarella? I'm like, I'm gonna fucking kill both of you. I'm gonna kill both of you. How much better? I'm gonna fucking kill both of you. Was the punchline of that one? All right, let's hear. Does it sound to say mozzarella? That sounds nice, right? You wanna have that? 
You're gonna get the mozzarella. That sounds like it was in his ass. Right? What does that even mean? I don't know. Wow. I, I don't get it. <laughs> oh, I got a little left. You got you want it? It's good mozzarella. It's a little. Come on, it's good. Don't go to waste. As an Italian would say, come on, it's a sin. It's a sin. You gotta have it. It's a sin. You're not gonna eat it. It's a sin, Joe. It's a little nugget. That's overdubbed. It's Which is fucking, yeah, and stand still. Stand still, you hyper fuck. <laughs> God damn. This guy has been doing comedy for so long. I want to read to you what he puts underneath, actually, all of his videos, but, but this video uh, specifically. It says... Joe Metaris, as seen on the Howard Stern Show, WTF with Mark Maron, The Late Show with David Letterman, Comedy Central presents Joe Metaris, his own half-hour special, The Late Late Show with Craig Kilborn, oh. <laughs> Last Comic Standing, The Better Half Chelsea Lately, America's Got Talent. None of these shows even exist anymore. Oh. He was on the Howard Stern Show in 2007. <laughs> he used to be friends with Artie Lang, and he got on the Howard Stern Show wow. in 2007. His fourth grade teacher says... <laughs> that's his first credit, as seen on the Howard Stern Show. Yeah. As people are just like, oh, that's where I know him from. That's right. When he was reading, he was on the news segment with Robin in 2007. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. <laughs> oh, wow. This is, this is going to be like an applause break. Yeah. He, Holy you know, shit. Well, one of his things that he... Uh, if you look online, it's I guess he got a standing ovation on um, I don't know if it what what show it was. Last Comic Standing, America's Got Talent. I don't, I don't remember. So you know, I I think this guy has made people laugh a lot in the no, somehow. You know, there's there's somebody for everyone. Come but, on, hey, I'm, I'm just saying. No, I'm serious. He's done, he has done pretty well for himself in comedy, but uh, where where he hasn't is podcasting. Correct, and 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 that's one of the things that drives me nuts about people who. Um, take podcasting and just there, there, there's really no urgency or no goal in actually in getting anywhere being funny because this guy doesn't do any of that. He just kind of just gets in there and lays an egg the entire time. And I'm like, why are you even doing the? Why are you wasting your time? He doesn't even know why he came on. And I, I'll let you play a clip before I get into this because I have a, a little bit of a deep dive here into this new version of Joe Matarese's podcast. He relaunched his podcast. This is his third attempt at podcasting. He has no idea what his goal is. He lays it out in the first episode. Fuck it. I'm just going to get into it. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> Sorry, no, no, no. Eric. For sure. Do it. Let's get into it because this is how he started off his show when he first came back to podcasting. And he refers to this as a monologue. And I, I think this proves that he's probably sweetening these uh, videos that he's putting up. Okay. Watch it. My wife is a 47-year-old woman who loves Taylor Swift. <laughs> I mean, loves Taylor Swift. I'd rather her love Justin Bieber. Oh, wait, she loves him, too. Thanks to my therapy and my antidepressants, I can handle her being a Swifty. But now she's also a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Unacceptable. Totally unacceptable. I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Look, they beat us in the Super Bowl. She should be happy Taylor didn't start dating the Cowboys tight end, Jake Ferguson. Forget divorce. That'd be grounds for murder. (laughs) And we're into it. The Joe Mattery show. That was his monologue that he later explains he wrote on the train on his way to the studio. (laughs) Really uh, a real showman there as he reads it off of his phone in the most unnatural way possible, too. What the fuck? My wife is 47 and loves Taylor Swift. 
Ooh, I mean, love Sarah Jones. <laughs> what the fuck is yeah. going on here? So this is a little bit uh, into the show. He's getting to know his producer because what he's doing is renting time. And so he's <laughs> renting this guy who's going to help him do his podcast here. So uh, can I say your full name? Of course. All right, Mike Albanese. I, I, we both are meeting each other for the first time, but I feel like there's some sort of uh, normal connection. He seems like a good dude. You're the guy at the... Uh, I don't know what you call it at the, at the ground floor here in the lo- security is yeah. what you call that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he? The, the greeter? Who's that guy down there? So when he's on stage, you know, when he's doing his jokes, he might have some uh, urgency to his voice, maybe his inflection. But when he's on the mic at a podcast, the whole thing is just—I mean, he drones. He's lost. Lobby when the I front had desk. to check in. The front desk guy. He seemed like. He knew you pretty well, and he said you were a good dude. And then uh, it's weird how you can tell somebody's a he good dude. He went to the Bob Levy School of Inflection. <laughs> <laughs> what you felt about me? Did you get a vibe? It's the Philly connection. Oh, so desperate. He goes, "Do you? I like you. Do you like me? <laughs> he literally just said that to a guy he just met. You think I'm cool too, right? I said, you're cool. Am I cool? Oh, God. The other thing that's really sad about this that's pathetic is that he responds to every oh. message on here. He's in here replying to people. Hey, awesome job, Joe. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate you checking there out. Is, there's nothing wrong with that, Carl. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> Carl, there is nothing wrong with oh. saying hi. If you, have, if you have the time to respond to each person who comments on your video. All right, let's find out. What is this all about? What's going on? I guess we should get out right at the top with what this episode's going to be about. And yes. each podcast, they're going to be kind of tight now when I'm doing these so you know i'm not i'm going for like a 30 minute podcast where we talk about one thing it's not we're, we're not just shooting the shit about comedy or you know that kind of thing and you know me if you've been a fan of my, some of my prior podcasts they're usually about a subject but i wanted to call this the joe mattery show so i'm not locked in what each subject is it could be anything but yeah, each episode will be a will be about mostly one thing and usually I'm guessing that's going to be one thing from my life. That's the way I look oh, at it. God, it makes me angry. Yeah. This makes me mad. Explaining the nuts and bolts of what's yeah. going on in your talk-a-toy head. I, God damn. I blame Mark Marin for all of this. Yeah, Mark Marin is at fault a lot. But you have to realize, guys, the reason why I'm playing this is because everything he's laying out here for us, mm-hmm. he has abandoned. He's up to 16 episodes. This is episode number one. He said he's never going to have guests on. It's just going to be him 30 minutes on one topic. The episode I just checked out was an hour and 20 minutes with just an interview with a comedian. He's like, ah, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be a different kind of thing. I'm going to talk about like what I'm into. But that's what Opie says. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm going to do things different. That means you have no plan whatsoever. No plan whatsoever. He's he's like, I'm going to bring in a monologue. You abandoned that by episode two. There was no monologue. Maybe I'll talk sports. Maybe (laughs) weather. (laughs) The the idea that people like Joe here, the um, uh, arrogance. Oh, I can just wing it. I can just say whatever I want, and I know you'll all love it. Who do you think is Eric Zane? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There's only one asshole who would ever try to do that. (laughs) Yes. That joke that I did at the beginning, I mean, I've never said it on stage, but I could see me trying to turn that into something funny that I could cool. do on stage. That's cool. <laughs> I like that he goes, that joke that I told him, I could see me turning that into something funny. <laughs> well, then, why'd you call it a joke? He's getting more and more opiish as I watch this. <laughs> oh, he's brutal. It's so bad. Okay. 
So now that we've set the stage of what this was supposed to be, let's find out what it's become just a few short weeks later. Eric, what did you pick up on? On my clip number two, because my number one is just is that same cold open bullshit. Mm-hmm. First, Matt Arise has a uh, question of his guest, this Jimmy Palumbo. All right. Now, listen to the, the guy gets in there. This is his first question that he asks him with his guest. So welcome, everybody. Uh, episode uh, episode 13. My guest today, Jimmy Palumbo, as uh, uh, we're going to we're going to go with. Uh, I mean, you are a podcaster. I know you do the Jimmy Palumbo show. How long you been doing that? OK, <laughs> he smooth. wants to know how long he's been doing that. But he took the long way to get to how long have you been doing the Jimmy Palumbo show? No, with, do your research. With, and I quote, Jimmy Palumbo as, uh, 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 we're going to go with the, I mean, you are a podcaster. I know you do the Jimmy Palumbo show. How long have you been doing that? <laughs> yeah, like the first question you should probably kind of have mapped out a little bit, right? And then it can turn into a conversation. But the first one you should know. Right. Now, in my cut three, what we now what Palumbo should answer is who cares? But Palumbo unfortunately answers and he gives us all of the details. Jimmy. 148 weeks. Show wow. 149 coming tomorrow. And you've never missed a week. You know what's funny? No. We did one week we recorded a show, right? Mm-hmm. And you know there's some tech problems we just had earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. We recorded the whole show and then we went to drop it and like nothing, no, not it was dead. So I just said, so it's actually, even though it's show 149, we've actually done 140. We're one off. Yeah. Oh, amazing. That's fascinating stuff. <laughs> I like that stupid Joe Matarese goes, and he never missed a week. Well, he didn't say he didn't say that. Like, why? No, right. it's the episode number. Yeah, why is that a follow up? He didn't say it in a row. So basically, you have yeah. boring Italian interviewing boring Italian talking boring Italian shit. Is if I, all if they this did. was the Ray DeVito show, I would understand. But also, you'd be like, "That's a dumb question. Can we talk about something interesting, please?" What are you doing, uh, Carl? In my clip four, Joe asks another question that nobody has interest in learning about. Yeah, we're, th- that could be happening right now, everybody. As you can tell by the looks of things right now, I'm not at uh, Studio Six Sixty right now in New York City, where I taped the first. Or sh- did they even say taped anymore, Jimmy? Did they say that you're an actor? Did they say taped? You say it like I that. taped I mean, that live to uh, tape. Listen, the, 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 this is, this is, we, Joe and I have become like grandfathers when the kids change the TV and the remote. Now we don't know where the buttons are. We don't know where the channel up and down is. So basically talking about the location where he's doing the show made worse by boring old man tangents about proper recording terminology. No, this is very Opie-esque. I actually have some Opie stuff we're going to play later in the show where they, pinpoint something that's already been talked about a billion times and really and fuck it like wow we gotta and fuck this concept to death like you don't we we get it (laughs) things change it's not analog anymore now it's digital oh shit uh joe really likes that he's italian of course the tour is called 93.7 percent italian comedy tour yep and i guess rolls off the tongue (laughs) right who who could forget (laughs) and i guess since he's got a guess who is Italian? 
Oh, boy. This entirely Italian episode is the departure of what he normally does for my cut five. Well, I wanted to go in a kind of different direction for this episode, kind of to sure. match up match up with the 93.7% uh, okay. Italian comedy tour and, and, and do a full Italian episode. <laughs> oh, God. What does that even mean? I'm it just, doesn't mean anything. I mean... <laughs> he just wants to say Italian. Now, the guy, Jimmy Palumbo, is not aware that they're going, they're doing all Italian all the time Okay, uh, on the show. So he catches him off guard with that. My uh, clip six, Joe gets his first hard-hitting question for Jimmy Palumbo out, and it starts with a really wet sniff into the microphone <laughs> by his guest. Uh, and uh, I, I just started jotting down different top five lists that we could discuss um of what is it okay if i'm really only 50 percent italian yeah well that's what i wanted to ask you first what is your my heritage? dad is my dad is really <laughs> full bore italian down to a little village in um the Campobasso area of, of italy where's and- that who fucking <laughs> cares <laughs> he, he goes where's that like, oh, what does that even matter? In Why Italy. do you have to know where it is? Yeah, where on the boot? Can you point to your boot to <laughs> show me north by northwest? <laughs> where my How's that? I have to play this clip now because <laughs> apparently he was telling his whoever books the show for him to just book Italian people. <laughs> and uh, I said, you know, try to book a lot of Italian people because I'm doing this oh. Italian tour right now. So it could kind of help the tour a little bit and, oh. ma- and match up. But at the same time, you know... Uh, you start to. I'm not some locked in guy that we're going to talk about a, a bunch of Italian shit. And then your name's Jordan Jensen. So I'm like, how Italian is Jordan Jensen? Ugh. I'm but, half. I'm a. I'm a solid. My other. I have two last names, and one is Cosentini. Uh, Cosentini. Oh, okay. Oh, my wife's maiden name. My is mom's Cosentino. last name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Cosentini. T i n e at the end. Oh, fuck off. T i n i. Yeah. Oh, Cosentini. Okay. I've never, yeah. met, a, I never yeah. met a Cosentini. Okay. No one has. Who gives a shit? I feel like I'm in a first fucking date with these assholes. Yes. <laughs> he keeps talking about not being locked in. He is locked in. What is sucking? To be Jesus. boring. There are uh, Black Panthers who say, man, that guy's really into his uh, ethnic background. Yeah. yeah. It's like, calm down with that shit, buddy. We're all, we're all just people. Yeah, back off a little bit. <laughs> we're all part of one race, the human race. Come on. Oh, Jesus the Christ. The Black Panthers. Um, oh, now, now I trust you because you got to. There's no way you could be an Italian because your name is Jensen. Before like, I get too far away from this, I'm sorry, Eric, to cut you no, off. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. I have to play the theme song. I think whoever submitted the theme song to him is goofing on him. And he didn't realize that this is a joke. <laughs> Joe, 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 Joe. Joe, 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 Joe. Everybody, cold open, yo, cold <laughs> somehow, open, yo. That song is somehow more phoned in than his show is. I was, <laughs> I was hoping it would end with Joe, 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 Joe. Yo, this, show. This is the lazy Italian. Don't do fucking shit for prep show. I'm Joe, and this actually is a little bit embarrassing. So he does this thing where he introduces his guest as he would at a stand-up show. 
And this is something that a lot of stand-ups do, which I find really annoying on podcasting. Look at this. Look at this. Impressive. I, I got a screen. We have a, we have our, our guest right next to us. Very excited to talk to her. Say hi to Jordan Jensen, everybody. There she is. She's got a puppy two. in her lap. That could fuck up the whole podcast. This should be interesting. It should no, be interesting. No, you're doing that. You're doing that. You suck. I hate this thing. And I got to say, Vinny Paulino does it all the time. He's like, now listen, folks. It's like, no, no, no. It's you and me having a conversation. Right now, I'm talking to producer Chris and Eric Zane. Yeah. Uh, uh, say hi, everybody, to producer Chris. Is everyone here to say hi? Right? Uh, yeah. I don't hear you. Going back all to you the, folks in Radio Land. Yeah, going back to a kid with a tape recorder. Right. Yeah. But he's acting like he's bringing her up. Yeah. All right. I got oh, a yeah. g- great guest coming up for you. Yeah. Are you guys ready? You guys w- ready for the Ways guest? to the people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Joe really is just a, a stupid guy. Like his self-deprecating humor just does not work. I'm Maybe just going to have to keep whipping toys for this dog if that's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Three-month-old dog in the room for the podcast. That tells you I don't have a lot of followers, everybody. She's a terrorist. <laughs> so, um, so uh, yeah, get, stay close to the computer because your volume is, it's a hair low. It's not crazy low, but I, it's a is hair the low. Computer, is the computer taking in the microphone or is the AirPod? Oh. Question. Well, both. The AirPod, well, no, you got to set a volume level on your computer. No, you're fucking wrong about all of this. Fucking you have no comedians. idea what you're this talking about. This is all about. over my head. And it's crazy because this guy was had a studio in the city and a producer, and then it was too expensive. So now he's doing it from his house again, and he has no idea. Can you get your computer closer to you? Eric Zane, can you get your computer closer to you? I can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> your and at the end closer. of the day, does it? I mean, I didn't. I, her sound wasn't bothering anybody. No, it was his fine. his voice and his brain was bothering everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah, so fucking stupid. I can just talk, work it out, watch it, figure out the problems, and then start over. And also, stop with cold opens. And he's also making her uncomfortable immediately by being like, "Oh, your dog's gonna be here." Oh, your dog's going to be here? It's a puppy. What do you want it to do? Just lock it in the bedroom, let it shit on the bed? It's, what are you going to do? It's just going to be barking Ugh. outside like it's a Bob Levy show if you fucking, if you just want to like close the door on it. What are you going to do? And I don't understand the whole, he gets people on there and it's all, it's, a, it's like a big get to know you tour. Yes. It's like he's, it's like they're dating. He did that with Jimmy Palumbo rather than just uh, talking about, you know, something in the culture, something entertaining, something interesting. He's asking about the lineage of another butt fuck Italian. <laughs> right. Who would this be interesting for? Joe Matarese, because uh, Blind Mike plays a lot of the clips from the Joe Matarese show. And he had a guy on that was a Mets fan. Mm-hmm. And the guy goes, yeah, I like the Mets. You know, I root for them. And Joe Matarese goes, oh, my gosh, my brother-in-law is going to love this episode. He's also a Mets fan. It's like, no, he probably won't give a fuck. There's tons of Mets fans. Right. That's not interesting. Right. It's not interesting just because you like the same team that I like. That doesn't make it interesting. Who cares? Considering that was the heart of the content for that show. That right. We're already through it. Right. What else do you want to talk about? And, you know, in, in this whole I'm going to base my tour and everybody's going to know how Italian I am. This guy is Italian in name only. He was born here in I'm. I'm Armenian. Do you see me going around going, yeah, Armenia, guys. Hey, let's go to Armenia. Dude, I'm 100% Armenian. Somebody clipped that. Stupid. Somebody clipped that. <laughs> well, I may have it. referenced it, but I didn't do a goddamn tour of it. 
You might want to now. It seems like a good idea. <laughs> you, do, you do a pretty good job with that cheerleading for your country. Shut up. Do you want to get back to your clips, Mr. Yeah. Zane? Oh, um, Jimmy Palumbo mentioning that his dad is from a little town. And uh, Joe says, where is that? And unfortunately, Jimmy decides to take a deep dive in my clip seven of oh, where no. dad grew up. Fuck me. Where's in, that? A town called, it's like central Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, kind of, it's just really wine country. Same area that Dominic Lombardozzi's from, that actor. We did a movie together. We were laughing. We're from the same. That's why everybody, it's, it's wine. It's beautiful, but like boring. It's almost like going to Kansas here. You stupid fucking bottlemouth cunt. Or like this show. It's boring like it's boring. Kansas or this show. Oh, I, I, I talked to another guy whose family's from that area too, and we laughed about it. Did you? I guess you had to be there. <laughs> That's like stuttering John with his imaginary buddy. Right. Yeah. yeah, I was talking to my buddy the other day, and he agreed with me. Did he? After Jimmy explains where Dad grew up, Joe could then go into. All right, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. But instead, uh, Joe wants to know if Jimmy has been there, and then we get to unpack some more Jimmy Palumbo ancestry facts in my cut eight. Uh, I just want to know how he makes his Sunday sauce. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> oh. I want to know the recipe. <laughs> Have you been there? Dying to go. No, my Never parents been. went twice. I contacted some people on Facebook, some Palumbos there, mm-hmm. but it's in a little town called Montaigne, and there's tons of my relatives. It would be my dad's father's brother's kids and great-grandkids and all the way down are still in that town. Tons of Palumbos there. I was told Palumbo's a common name in uh, Sicily, but not so common in central Jersey, so you could find some people. Um but uh, yeah, but I'm, and then my mother's Irish and also English, a little bit of a mutt, like Nova Scotian and shit like that. So. Whatever, holy fuck! <laughs> it's not even for Italians. It's Who is ridiculous. this for? It's so rid- yeah, even if you're an Italian, right. they all hate you. They want. <laughs> There's a podcast I reviewed very early on, eight years ago, and for WATP, it was called Sleep with Me, I believe. And the whole idea was it's a podcast you listen to if you have a hard time falling asleep. That's right, yeah. And the guy kind of mumbles and talks gibberish and doesn't really do anything. <laughs> this is, you could totally repackage this show mm-hmm. and have it be like, uh, you have a hard time falling asleep, listen to me talk about where my guest is from in Italy. That's a good idea. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> this is the most boring conversation I've ever heard. Well, thank God he's not locked in. <laughs> right, yeah, right, right. He's all in on the Italian thing. It's like, well, it's a tour, it's the podcast, it's everything. Carl, uh, next, uh, Jimmy goes with it to break the story of how his mom and dad met. They Jesus. met in a, st- a, st- a, long, a story in Long Island City where the old World's Fair, the ice skating rink there. Mm-hmm. My mother was like 10 years younger. She was a little hotty Irish girl bouncing around. Funny thing is, though, we believe that my mother is the first uh, Irish into the bloodstream of the Palumbos. All my bro- my uh, dad's... <laughs> Who fucking cares? I imagine what happens here. If I, I, I didn't listen to this episode, so I, I'm pretty sure what happens here is Joe goes, why did I get on this tangent? I'm sorry. I know this is not interesting or exciting. What do you do on your show? Tell me more about your podcast. Let's Let's mix it up a little bit. What? No? No. He doesn't realize no. that this is going no. nowhere and no one would want to listen to this? The thing that, I, on my last clip, it's just a supercut. Listen to Joe's actual questions. He gets this guy in there. This is a supercut of just his questions on Cut Tap. No, you do the Jimmy Palumbo show. How long have you been doing that? Did they even say taped anymore, Jimmy? Yeah, well, that's what I wanted to ask you first. What is your... Where's and- that? 
Have you been there? Where did your parents meet? Was your dad's family so Italian that when he brought home this Irish girl, they were like upset? Did your dad speak Italian? Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Uh, I think I would just like act like um, Michael Popak. Oh my gosh. I, I can't hear. I'm miss. Uh, I'm freezing up here. Huh? Frozen up. Oh, my computer's dying. My computer's dying. Gotta go. Would you agree that the phrase read the room comes from being a stand up? Oh, yeah. And you'd think, how can someone be this lost in a different format where it's just easy to read one person, you know? Yeah, I don't think he's good at reading the room when he's doing stand up either. That's why he has to put in all that laughter. <laughs> yeah, and you're right. <laughs> the, room, the, room, the room is just like this. <laughs> So, great questions, Joe. You're doing a bang-up job. Let's get back to this interview that he's doing with Jordan here. And uh, Jordan wants to know why they're doing this over Zoom. Why do you not do things in person? This is a nightmare. I was. (laughs) And then COVID? Don't say COVID. I'll kill myself. No. um, Okay. Expense. Expense. I was using Mike Albanese, who's great, and he has a studio up on uh, 51st and 3rd, and, I, and I, I did my first 12 episodes. I'm only 13 episodes into this. Or what am I saying? 14 episodes in? Yeah, 14 episodes oh. in, so... It's fucking Everything. episode 15. Everything. He doesn't even know that. Yeah. 15 episodes. He doesn't even know that. Everything is... It's like you want to scream... Skip the labor. Give me the baby. I don't need to know where Mike Albany's, where his office is. I know. I don't need to know the goddamn episode number. Why? Why are you doing this? Because uh, they're both in New York City. She's in Brooklyn. And he, he, she goes, why aren't we doing this in person? This is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> if I was his guest five minutes in, I'd be like, well, I'm never coming on the show. And this isn't going to help me. So fuck this guy. I'm just going to read him the riot act. This goes on for an hour and 20 yeah. minutes. I'd be like, <laughs> She's very polite. I'd be like, fucking why, Joe? Why? <laughs> why, why is that interesting? <laughs> well, are you ready? Are you ready for the worst question ever? So, Eric, you put together a little super kind of bad questions. This is the worst question ever. And talk about not doing any fucking research or prep. Did we ever do comedy together? I don't think so. (laughs) Jesus. Did we ever do comedy? Have I met you before? Low blow. What the fuck was that? And then he goes on to explain, oh, because you look like this other broad who did this joke about this thing that's similar to the joke that you made. So I wasn't sure if that was you or not. Yeah, he's going to tell us why it's in his brain. Why it's in his stupid fucking Italian sausage brain. (laughs) (laughs) He is now going to set her up to do a joke that he saw her do on her special. And the worst part is Joe watched like two or three minutes of her 30 minute special. He explains this. We're going to get to that. And then he tries to tell her how he really liked this joke. I don't even need to do a deep dive on Jordan to know that she's got like an interesting kind of crazy life here. I knew it in two seconds. I was like, I just want her to explain all of it. What made me think we worked together is you had a joke about knowing how to fix shit. And you had a truck that you like. Went on a what was it? Did you go on a date with a guy and you showed up on your truck or what was the truck joke I saw? Um, I I have a few because I had a truck for years. My mom has my truck now. Um, <laughs> what was the what the joke that you did that I liked? What was that? What was the <laughs> joke that I enjoyed? Part of the stuff where you said all about the things. <laughs> He's lost. And it, He's I, lost. I, it, it's not really adding up in my head. If you if you're on stage and he seems whether you think his jokes are funny or not doesn't matter. He has presence. He he knows how to keep thoughts right. moving. He's yeah. been doing but it for forever. some reason. 
He's so goddamn klutzy and sloppy in this. Yes. And yet just somehow smug. <laughs> right. Right. It's yet somehow <laughs> smug. He is smug. He's a fucking asshole. So if you thought the have we worked together question was bad, this is even worse. There's one where he says, I forget what, I mean, there's a bunch of, oh, maybe the guy says you look like you <laughs> like eat pussy. And I say, because I get out of my truck. Yeah. But he's yeah, a fat yeah. guy. So I was like, you look like a pussy who loves to eat. Maybe that was it. <laughs> Oh, that wasn't it. I don't remember. But you did have what made me think that we work together is I somebody hosted the show at Gotham that I was on once. And she had a lot of jokes about being straight, but knowing how to fix a lot of shit. And I said, that's kind of a funny angle that she was going with. And then I turned on your stuff and you had the really funny angle of that. Your, uh, your mom's a lesbian, but she married your dad and, and that you were this person that was handy, but not gay. So, uh, great joke. (laughs) Yeah. And and that, that? uh, this is all I hear. I am so uncomfortable for him. Yeah. He He can't get out of his own way on this one. Just do a little bit of research and see if you've worked with her before, before you do the show. So none of this awkward conversation happens. So then we're 10 minutes in on the show. The most entertaining part of the show happens where she shows her puppy. And then after that, I thought you were going to say pussy. (laughs) No, she finally shows her puppy, which is exciting. And then after that, Joe decides that we should probably start the show. Are you are you single or are you in a relationship? I'm single. So you're single. I'm so single. I, I have know. this. This is what my and you have the dog. You have the dog and you and the, no roommates. <laughs> just just the no just, no. Just the I little just dog. moved out. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm single by uh, by uh, I'm I I can't I can't date. It's impossible for me to date because I'm such a dyke and I intimidate every single man I've ever been with. Not intimidate, but there ends up being a resentment because they don't know how to be a dominant human being. And well, that's I am, an, that's an interesting. Well, we should start with talking about that because that's an interesting topic. Oh, you should we should start with talking start. about that. You, you should have. Yeah, like just talk about it. it. It's gonna be like ten minutes ago. <laughs> Let's talk about how we should possibly talk about you being a dyke. Right. So she's straight. And I love this thing where she goes, yeah, you know, I, I can't hold on to a boyfriend because guys, they all, they're all stale sock. It's like, well, no, it's probably you. <laughs> You're probably the problem. Yeah. There's one common denominator here oh. we can look at. But, okay, now Joe is ready to, uh, just like you were talking about, where he was diving into his guest and learning every stupid detail about the person's life. He has to do that with her too. Okay. So, so take, so I guess, you know, I'll do that kind of interview, like take me back a little bit. So, no. So, your, your, your parents are divorced now? Oh, no. Yes. So, they're divorced. One of my dad is dead. My dad has since died. Oh. We don't really know. He just like laid a foundation and then he came home and passed out and died, which is like the best way to go. (laughs) Yeah. So, so he watched. A two-minute bit she did about how her mom's a lesbian and based his entire interview off of that. All right, so take me back. I'm going to be one of those guys. Like, all right, take me back. So your parents are divorced? Because I heard that as a setup to one of your jokes. Oh, no. Brutal. That look on his face, that's the most energy he's put out right there. Yes. His eyes are wide open. Correct. He's like, oopsie, the, the Joe Italian stepped in it here. So then <laughs> Jordan talks about how she needs a guy who's a handyman because she's very handy 
And she makes a joke that if you don't know how to hang a TV on the wall, I can't date you. And so because this is such a boring conversation that's going nowhere, Joe decides to really sell this one and acts like this is a hysterical conversation. This reminds me of when Stuttering John would do his beer on the balconies back in the day. And no matter what the person said, he'd just start laughing like it was, oh, we're all having fun, right? Everyone's laughing. (laughs) So that's how I got fired. (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) I have to date. The people I'm attracted to are very, it's just blue collar. I'm just attracted to blue collar people. About um, Italian. And then <laughs> if they're not, yeah, if they don't know how to change a tire or hang a TV, it, I just can't get down with the sickness. I, I'm not into it. It grosses me out. If you can't mount your fucking TV, if you, you call the handyman, the, you need a mount. If you call fuck. that, if you call the app handyman, you know how many, like, or what's, what's the other one called? I task rabbit i will oh. i can't there's no way we can have sex <laughs> there's no that? way it's i hope you do bits disgusting. about that because that's hilarious if a guy can't hang a tv you're turned off do you have jokes about that that's funny <laughs> oh don't tell us what's funny i know and i and he just repeats oh yeah you said hang a tv <laughs> God oh, damn. and you would think that he'd move on from there and then he goes you know, I hire people to hang the TVs for me because I don't want to deal with the electric yeah. work and I'm yeah. worried about that. She's like, yeah, whatever. Anyway. It was a joke. <laughs> I didn't want to talk He's... about hanging TVs for yeah. an hour. I'm going to go hang a TV. <laughs> I'm going to hang myself. <laughs> He's so stupid. He thinks it's just serious. Like, that's not a joke to him. He's right. like, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, me too. <laughs> so what oh. do you do, like eight or nine minutes on hanging TVs in your act or something? She's like, no, I'm, we're just having a conversation here. He's like that idiot when they meet a comic and they're like, oh, you're probably going to talk about me now in your act yes. now that we met, right? It's just like, no, this is not an interesting part of my life. I'm not going to talk oh, about you. And I my can't act. wait till it's over. <laughs> it's a fucking idiot. Okay. Oh, this Jesus. is Joe just completely tuning out and she busts him that he's just not even paying attention. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm carrying the bag of sand. I need you to like listen to my sadness. And they're like, nah, I don't know anything about that. I can't do that. <laughs> Does that make sense? No. I don't know why. I, I, I had trouble with that. I have ADD though, so it could be that could be why. There was some something I got lost in that you're saying that. Uh... Yeah, she's seen that look before. Yeah, she's like, I better bring the puppy out again because this is not going yeah. anywhere right now. Puppy is that dog Italian? Where did you, where did you get? Is that an Italian bulldog? So I have to say, in this next clip, it's a longer clip, but. You've never seen an interviewer dig themselves such a hole as this guy digs himself here. This might be the worst interviewer in the history of podcasting, not broadcasting, <laughs> podcasting, which anyone could do. Anyone on the phone could do this. And somehow Joe Batteries is the worst at it ever. Well, it's it's funny. little uh, inside to Jordan, to you, uh, was when I watched some of your stand-up, I have an ex-girlfriend that I'm good friends with. But she lives in Florida now, and she's married. And uh, we wow. remained friends. She, details, she's details. Like, she's cool, and she's uh, and and I uh, I texted her your stuff, and I go, "What do you think of her? What do you think of her?" I go, "She reminds me of you." If you, I said to her, "If you got uh, like catapulted to now when you were that age," but she's the 2024 version of wow. you and i don't think i think i confused her when i tried to explain that but oh. there was 
I don't I don't know why I'm saying this to you, but there's a there was like a uh, it was weird. I I watched some of your stand up in the special, and then I watched the stand up when you were on the James Corbin Corden show, and I really connected instantly with the with the you on the James Corden thing. But I wasn't, to be honest, not that I thought you were bad. I only watched like two minutes, uh, three, four minutes of your special. But I was like, well, let me see her here. And like that one, I really connected with in a different way. The other one, I felt like ah, I'm too old to get all this. I feel like there's all young Brooklyn-y crowd here. And I was like, there was something different. So uh, I'm all over the place here and what I'm trying to say here. But Wow. What a, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, will you go out with me? <laughs> that is that is a magical word slurry. Wow. I, have, I mean, that was that was historic. I've been blackout drunk and made more sense. I mean, we <laughs> went everywhere. What was he talking about? I remember when he was talking about his wife? Uh, my ex. Yeah. She lives in Florida, Florida, south of Georgia. <laughs> dude, what, dude, what are you doing? I mean, it's like a Scorsese movie. Cut it. <laughs> right. Cut, cut some of this out, please. And then he goes into the whole thing where he's like, yeah, I watched your special, but I didn't really like it. I mean, no, it's great, but I only watched two minutes. I mean, maybe four. And then I watched this other thing. That was pretty good. Uh, humana, humana. Where are you going with this, Joe? <laughs> What do you want to say? My diagnosis. The guy's not Um, a bad-looking dude, and he's got that voice. That's all he has. And, I mean, he has no charisma, no sense of humor. No, he 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 can't make a point. Uh, And I think he's just, like, somehow got through life on just those two things. Well, there's there's another thing you don't know about him. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Is he Italian? His wife makes all the money. Oh, so he's one of these guys who got married to a woman who makes a lot of money. And she's like, yeah, Joe, you can play comic for the next couple decades. That's fine. That story totally checks out. Because he keeps thinking he's going to break out. He's going to be a breakout star. I mean, he was on Last Comic Standing and America's Got Talent. He keeps trying. He's like, how do I get famous? Like all my friends. (laughs) He used to hang with Artie Lang and all these guys. Like everyone's famous but him. How come he hasn't broken out? Because you're not good at it, Joe. Yeah. (laughs) It's time to face the facts. You stink. You stink. (laughs) It's not. This this fucking guy is still holding on to this dream. He's like, one of these days, this video has 278 views on it. Came out over a week ago. It's not happening. Oh, you suck. <laughs> I'm curious when he's out. Have you seen him on Kevin's show? I sure have. Is he is he like uh, a punching bag? Does he does Kevin just tell him to sh- shut the fuck up? Because I honestly, I would feel so fucking good to watch Kevin tell this guy he's a goddamn he's horrible. That's the yeah. sad you shut part. The fuck up. I agree. That's the sad part because Ray DeVito and Chad Zumach go on there as punching bags, maybe Mike Buschetti or a couple other people. This guy comes on. He's a respected comic Ugh. on MLC now. Like, well, do you know Fuck. who this guy is? He sucks. Are you kidding this me? This is horrible. If if uh, Brennan has any uh, you know respect, he will destroy this piece of shit every time he opens his mouth. That's how bad this guy is. Well, he's not getting the Brennan bump, I can tell you that, because no one's watching this show, and if anyone does tune in, they're not coming back. Check out the way he wraps this up. This is such an awkward ending, and then he lies. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, Jordan. Uh, All right, thank you so much. Great meeting you. Hopefully you won't care if uh, I asked you to plug this on your social media somewhere. I'll send you a clip or something. I will, totally. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, thank you. I'll see you. Have a good day. 
Good, oh, you too. No. That was Jordan Jensen, everybody. <laughs> really funny comic. Go check her out. The uh, Her half-hour special is on uh, YouTube. I saw that. And uh, all of her other stuff and, the, and her podcast is, is blowing up. What a liar. <laughs> you didn't see it. You watched two minutes and then you didn't like it. And then you watched one other appearance she had. And you've never heard her podcast. They didn't bring that up once. Such a liar. This is rough. And I, I would love to hear, like, if she whatever like kiss and tell about what she was thinking when it was going on with joe matteris what was really oh, going through we should her get mind. her on the show and talk about this that's a good because call she's i mean who gives a fuck i mean yes. if, right. if matteris had any any uh degree of comedy in him he would recognize how funny that would be and and uh, he's got to embrace how shitty he is i don't care that's if he does or chance. not that's not yeah. my job to keep joe matteris happy I Fuck mean, he's retired. got it's the only shot he has to make any money is to he's like a uh, he's kind of like stuttering John, right? Me. Yeah, I mean, you, he's good. He's not far from people just sending delivery food while he's podcasting live and goofing on him. That would be funnier. That would be better than what he's doing, for sure. Oh, and I just want to tell people because Jody B reminded me in the Discord here that if you want to watch a Joe Matteris meltdown, he tried to do a show called Fixing Joe where he thought that he would do a podcast where he talked about his relationship problems and he'd bring on some of his funny comic friends and they'd talk about it. And he got Anthony Cumia, Artie Lang, and Jim Norton. And it turned into all of them just bashing him. And he's going, but guys, I'm trying to be serious though. Like, what should I do? My wife says I should do this and I want to do that. And they're like, fuck you, Joe. You're an idiot. <laughs> it's, it's very funny. He wants this to I be was, a whole series. Yeah, I like it already. Show. <laughs> now that, I, I, I feel like I, it, I have something owed to me. I would love to just sit there and uh, and watch that. My God. But yeah, mark that down, producer Chris. We yeah, got to book uh, Jordan Jensen on marked. this show. I want to see what she thought about that. Because there's a couple times when he's hamana hamana, and you look, look at her face, she's like, how do I get out of this? Yeah. <laughs> Can I just fake my own death? Come right here, boy. Now? Come here. He's got him by the jugular. Ah! <laughs> oh, shit. That yeah. poor woman. That interview fizzled. Oh, it's brutal. Holy shit. Brutal. All right. If you thought that was cringe, wait for the cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. This week comes in from Matthew Montgomery. This is what he wrote to me. He said, I've been watching this great YouTube podcast called Financial Audit. The host, Caleb, goes through the debt and expenses of very poor, delusional people and loses his mind. The short below is from an episode where a guy in his 40s keeps bragging about his bachelor's degree while broke and unemployed. When Caleb calls him out on it, he almost walks out. So this is just a, a fun little YouTube short that from this show but uh, we might have to do a deeper dive into this podcast this looks kind of interesting to me they're desperate to hire right now if any any industry is desperate to hire it is service and how long do you so, think i'm gonna last there what does that mean like, in terms of get fired or are you existing it, yeah until i like raise an issue and then and well then, if you uh, decide to then, be uh, a big boy and take care yeah. of yourself well, you'll last there for a while mm-hmm. maybe what is maybe I just know somebody's going to be like, oh, you think you're a smart kid. And I am. I have a degree in information systems. So if I see a way to improve something, I'm going to suggest it. And then they're going to have this degree in information systems and no one cares. (laughs) (laughs) What did I do? Why, what? Did I, why did why do I have a degree in information systems? If nobody cares. We don't. No, no. We then don't care. Do have it? We don't. Should care. I go back to Texas Tech and just give it back to my professors? Be like nobody gives a. Sh-. Uh, okay, so it's exciting yeah. to you, but in the real world, it, it actually does matter. Like I've accomplished a lot of things with it, but because <laughs> of the degree or because of yourself, they're desperate. <laughs> so oh. <laughs> that looks that looks pretty fun. 
Yeah, that was. I enjoyed that. That was. I, yeah. I, I like who. Who the fuck is the guy who's doing the interviewing? So Caleb hosts this show called Financial Audit, and apparently, like uh, Matthew said, there's a lot of delusional poor people who come on. Okay, and he tries to explain to them, like, "Well, you got to get a job." And yeah. Yeah. I like that guy's approach, though, telling him, he's, come on, just yeah. fucking go get the job. And you know, the guy's being a pussy. <laughs> look, I know it's exciting to be you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love that. Nobody cares about your bachelor's degree. <laughs> well, then why did I get it then? Yeah. Why did I have the bowl? Should Bart? I give it back to why the Why did professor? I have the bowl? Yeah, what a pussy. Why did I have the pussy. bowl, Bart? <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> All right. With that, I want to transition. We have not checked in on Opie in a minute. And I decided, yeah, I decided, like, what's Opie up to? We know he's doing Tuesday at Gebhard's, that great beer show he does with all his buddies there next to the pinball tables. All his buddies. Yeah. So that should be fun. And I have a very special guest who's going to join us who has been a guest with Opie many times. I would call them BFFs. That's right. Carl Ruby. No, Tukey is here, everybody. <laughs> What's Hello, up, everyone. Tukey? Hey. Oh, uh, my poor voice Tukey. Is shot. Your voice is so shot. shot. This, fucking, voice is so shot. Th- this is the problem with uh, our buddy Tukey here is that he's developed so many characters people like. Is that now he's being forced to go on podcasts all day long every day and he's losing his voice? <laughs> no, it's just yeah. me trying to do the Gino impression. That really <laughs> fucked me up. That I was Gino yelling. So I was funny. yelling at the Super Bowl. I was yelling all through AC. I was fine on Monday when I got home. <laughs> Literally Wednesday morning after doing that Gino show, I just shot my voice out. I'm fucked. <laughs> the, the Gino impression is the funniest fucking thing. I was texting Gino about it. I, I, as you know, he was dying. He was on your show today. Mm-hmm. So Opie does this thing where he puts together his own clips for us, which is very nice. I appreciate that. Thank you, Opie. Mm-hmm. Because he finds the dumbest parts of his show and highlights them on his YouTube channel, he might think that this is entertaining and would be a good marketing tool. People are like, wow, what's the long form version of this? This is amazing stuff. This video is called You Smell Like Dot Dot Dot. Take I smell away. like victory. Like the beer? <laughs> <laughs> like the motorcycle. You don't smell like a motorcycle. Like grease and you smell like a tricycle. Metal. <laughs> that's the worst. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Oh, is that? Do they have any? Because that's hilarious. Oh, I don't even no. know where it comes from. But that's oh, hilarious. Oh, you smell like a tricycle. <laughs> so Opie Ooh. said you smell like a tricycle, and he was so proud of himself that he told his producer, "Hey, make that one a clip." Yeah, the tricycle yep. joke where everyone was laughing and they were repeating it because I'm so funny. Mm. And not because they're trying to get my approval, just because my buddies just really think I'm hilarious. Yes, yeah, card. What the hell are they laughing at? I don't know. You could have at least made a joke and said you smell like a transicle. There you go. Something. <laughs> he lost his voice, but not his sense of humor. Yeah, not his cutting wit. Home run, Tookie. Oh my god, that was the saddest hack I've ever. <laughs> He's literally hacking. <laughs> All right, Tukey, stick with us here, because this is one of the conversations that no one's ever heard before, where they talk about, did you guys know that certain things that we consider to be vegetables are actually fruits? 
Whoa. <laughs> I know. I mean, if they get the tomatoes, I'm going to fucking lose my mind because this is the funniest shit you've ever seen. Vegetables that are actually fruits. Oh, yeah. All right, let's go. It's tomatoes, avocados, eggplants, cucumbers, green peppers, and zucchini Zucchini's are all fruit. fruit. That's why that's stupid. That's not. Hold on. I just want to point out the comment that he has up on the screen right now is from Zero Down. He says, if he just said you smell like a tricycle, that's the funniest shit I've ever heard. So these are the people who are watching Opie's show also think that you smell like a tricycle is the funniest joke they've ever heard. It's unbelievable. Could you imagine if these people went back and listened to old Opie and Anthony with Jim and Anthony ripping riffing with each other? They'd lose their fucking minds. You smell like a tricycle. <laughs> I can't fucking believe it. I gotta say, Tuki, Opie's show peaked when he was having you and Cardiff and corn dip yes. on the show. You guys with Opie was fucking fantastic. He was having fun. It made sense. And this he ghosted us. Shit. He like ghosted Cardiff. He was supposed to meet Cardiff at some point in New York City. And he just stopped like communicating or something. But we also like he we would get up like early in the morning. For me, I had to get up at four o'clock in the morning. And then Opie would not do a show. He go, oh yeah, I was out late last night, and da-da. but we all had plans to meet up in the morning, and he knew that. What like, an he's asshole, kind of a dickhole. Yeah, <laughs> he really is just the worst. All right, let's get back to this. All the stories are true. Let's get back to this hilarious conversation. Vegetables that are actually fruits. Oh, yeah. All right, let's go. It's tomatoes, <laughs> avocados, eggplants, cucumbers, green peppers, and zucchini Zucchini's are all fruit. fruit. That's why. I, that's stupid. That's not stupid. Food. They're vegetables. Name a vegetable. It sounds like they need carrots. No it's seeds. A it's a veggie. You're right. Yeah, but it's just a vegetable because it's a vegetable. It's got no right? Seeds. I didn't pay attention in science class. It's a vegetable because it's just a vegetable. French fries are vegetables. <laughs> These vegetables okay. are fruits. Oh, Damn it, is that brilliant. Is it a potato a vegetable? Are yeah. French fries are French vegetables. French fries are vegetables. French fries are vegetables. Dude, I eat healthy. Okay. I, I didn't pull that clip, Eric. Say this is Opie made this and put it yep. up on the internet. Yep, yep. And 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 the the only thing he said was it's stupid. That was one line, mm-hmm. and the other one was a vegetable's a vegetable. Yeah, I didn't pay and attention the, in science class, man. Oh, wait. How many? How many? When was this posted? And how many views does it have? Because I see it only has two likes. And again, Opie has like 181,000 subscribers. <laughs> it has 87 views. It was posted one day ago. Holy shit. <laughs> and look at the description. Holy look, shit. I don't care what scientists say. The following are not fruits. They're vegetables. <laughs> Come oh, on. Nothing really is off limits with this guy. <laughs> I can't really think this is good humor, Kenny. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. So wow. now we're going to ask um, Matt, the owner of Gebhards, why his wife doesn't drive. Now, Matt's wife is Filipino. And so well, have, there it is, the answer. Well, and they have a lot of fun with it, Tuki. My wife doesn't drive. She knows better. She doesn't drive for what reason? Why not? She knows she can't drive. For what reason, though? Because, I mean, she just can't <laughs> drive. I don't know. You tell me. I'm telling you. I, I, ain't that I know there. She can't drive, so she won't. I, I ain't going there. I'm the only. I love the comment that Opie just pulled up from Sheet Shitterson. Says 38 watching. Ha ha ha. You sucko. <laughs> oh, no. he's, so, he's so stupid. He has the worst <laughs> format for a show possible. Randomly pulling up comments. So wait a minute. Uh, he He's clicking at him? Yeah. He's, yeah. Clicking, he's up. 
Yes! <laughs> He's choosing what to put up there. You would think more than 38 people would even be hate watching this. Like, right. right. He's, yeah, he's so boring. He's even boring to hate watch. Yeah, he's I lost haven't even all watched momentum. Him. Yeah, he's like, I don't he lost know who any of these guys are. I haven't watched him in so long. No, but nobody's talking about Opie anymore because this is what he's doing. He's putting out clips of talking about vegetables and you smell like a tricycle. Anyone who sees this is going to be like, all right, well, Opie's not doing anything. What else is going on on the internet? You oh. should reach out to these people too and see if they'd come on here. Just to be kind of like the comedian. I really should. I really should find <laughs> Opie's friends and be like, what are you doing? What's going on? You think just, he's- just a whole segment of people that know Opie. Hey, it's time for another edition of people who know Opie. Okay, well, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I have in my notes, I want to get in touch with Roy Storazio. John went off on Royce yesterday and made some serious accusations. And I don't know if there's a way to get a hold of him. I want to get Royce on the show to respond to what Stuttering John was saying. Maybe this, my show will just become people who hang out with losers. And we just ask, like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be my first question every show. What are you doing? What, like, what, what's going on? <laughs> but these guys probably wouldn't come on with you because they'd be like, Hey man, hey, we have an opportunity to go to WHP. They'd be like, "Yeah, but that's going to piss off the Opster, and then we won't have those forty-eight people watching us, and we don't want to piss off the Opster. He's a big celebrity, man. You know." Oh, no, some so, of them will turn. Some of them will so, turn. Almost yeah, you're probably right. I, I ain't going there. I'm the only one without an Asian wife. <laughs> I'm the only one without an Asian wife, and then he throws these little softballs at me that his wife doesn't drive. I'm not just, touching I'm that with my doesn't drive. Uh, Matt, sorry. I'm stating facts. She doesn't drive. That's it. You know, it's, she just doesn't drive. Do they drive in uh, Thailand? That must be a mess. It's awesome. <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> Maybe she's Thai. <laughs> Whatever. Filipino, Thai. They're all the same. They're all the same. Wait, which part of Italy? Let's get back to that. Shit. All right. I'm going to play you another video. This one is about pregnant bartenders at Gebhard's. And let me just read the description of this video before I play it. Brace yourselves for the craziest Tuesday night ever at Gebhard's. In this side-splitting video, Matt and Opie unveil their outrageous plan for the ultimate twist on Tuesdays, pregnant bartenders, and the return of smoking in the bar. Join the laughter as the crew enthusiastically discusses the wild idea of mixing baby bumps and cigarette smoke for the most unforgettable night in town. Pretty good premise, right? I hope they're not overselling it because I don't know if it's going to be that unforgettable, but let's see. Bit sucks. Should be, yeah. Should Matt's going to have pregnant bartenders. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and we're going to start smoking in the bar again. You're going to start smoking yeah. in the bar again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. That's a great idea. Yeah. Pregnant bartenders. I and bet smoking. you we'll get a lot of publicity. <laughs> right on the news. <laughs> Dude, can we do that? I, I guarantee I can get you three pregnant women right now. By the end of the night? Uh, no, but give me... All right, give me 72 hours. My ribs, you know. Yeah, if you give me 72 hours, I can get three pregnant girls bartending. Okay. Then we smoke out the place. We start smoking Everybody cigarettes. just smoking. Yeah. <laughs> the whole clip. What? It's, it ends. <laughs> Tukey goes, what? Bizarre B-roll. <laughs> Tukey out of character goes, what? what? <laughs> it was like... It was a, there was like five seconds of B-roll of people like at a TV like studio or like control booth. Like what was that? It's so highly produced uh, as well. I think it ended in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> you know, as horrible as that is, it's still not worse than Joe Matteris. Correct. Nothing's worse. Than, <laughs> this is the one thing we've learned today. Nothing's worse than Joe Matteris interviewing someone. That's oh, yeah, a disaster. He stinks. Now, 
that's obviously what Opie's doing Tuesday at Gebhardt's. That's just one of the projects that he's doing right now. The other thing he's doing is he's still monetizing the homeless. And I give Opie credit, but no one else is going up and goofing on the homeless better than Opie. I mean, stopping on cakes was just the beginning for this guy. <laughs> there's there's no limit for the Opie. Hey, what's up, boss? Gotta, gotta, hey, what's up, man? Got to be more than this, man. I did like a... Wait, you, you don't think 20's good? <laughs> oh, man. What, are you crazy? Man. 20's good? I ain't get that yet since I've been sitting here. That's a solid, that's a solid 20. Oh, man. I got to be Oh, come on, man. Don't man. Me like Give me the fist bump. 20's good. Oh, man. That's good. Oh, You're one. You can spend one more, man. Oh, I got a phone bill to pay today. $43, man. What do you mean a phone bill? My cell phone like yours. Oh, come man. on, man. My cell phone is off right now. See, there's actually an opportunity for comedy right there. The homeless guy's talking about how he's got a cell phone bill. Like, I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of follow-up questions. I'm yeah, just like, sure. come on, man. Oh, come on. i'll see you next time and also i gotta say this is the most entertaining character i've seen on opie's show since carl ruiz died Mm -hmm. i was gonna say Mm -hmm. it looks like he would be funny yeah like bring this guy into fucking gab hearts i'll see you next time can you do me right now it's awkward now it's awkward he kind of actually looks like uh when dave Chappelle played the crackhead he's kind of got that vibe going for him let's put Mm -hmm. some powder on his lips he Get it. Buddy. I'll see you next time. Can you do me right? 20's good. Come on, man. You can do it, man. 20's good. It ain't going to hurt you now. 20's good. It's going to hurt you for a bit, man. You know that. It's going to hurt you for a bit, man. Oh, man. Uh. <laughs> I will see you next time. Oh, my God. These guys are hustlers. <laughs> no payoff, Obi. This guy wow. never has a payoff. Nothing. At least kick his bag or something. <laughs> <laughs> I earned that cake. Pull his hat off that. like he's Vince the Loser. Do something. Yeah, kick his no hat off. off at all. Like you your hat on. The, Anything. The homeless guy is acting like Kevin Brennan with Brock Lee. Ah, give me some more now. Well, now I want some more of that. Come on. I, I like it in that instance because the guy's like, oh, you're going to film me? Yeah, well, I know. While you give me a 20? Well, yeah, it's going to cost you more. Yeah. And, and frankly, Opie should have had him another 20. Yeah. He earned it, in my I, opinion. I, yeah. I like how Opie, you know, you get the impression that he's trying to capture lightning in a bottle because yes. that cake thing, st- it comes back around every so often. And that's that's good in his world. He gets a bump from that. Now I want to show you what a fucking cunt Opie is. <laughs> because he decided he finally texted something to Anthony. And now he has to unveil with a video the text conversations that him and Anthony have had over the last five years, Uh-oh. which is like n- none of anyone's business. I don't understand, but Shut he up. has to have the big reveal. He has to have something with Anthony, mm-hmm. obviously. I want to see this. I had no idea about this. It's oh. fantastic. This is how you bring in numbers. Oh, <laughs> that's the only way to bring in numbers is say Jim Norton sucks and mm-hmm. talk about Jim's wife or gay. talk about Anthony. All right, so regardless of everything, happy Thanksgiving. I really do wish only the best for you and your family. All the ready is just radio nonsense. Have a good one. All the rest, ha, stupid spell check. So that's Anthony to Opie four years ago. Uh. And then Anthony says, hey, really sorry to hear about Carl. I know you guys are really close. He was a good man. Incredibly naturally funny. No okay. response. Opie back to Anthony. So now, Anthony, just this past Christmas, Merry Christmas. Nice not smashing each other. Thumbs up. Have a good New Year. 
and he writes back. Opie writes back to Anthony. Merry Christmas. Cheers to your continued healing. Okay. That's it. Opie oh. made a fucking video of that. Yeah. No shit. I know. I, I'm sorry. I built it up so much. It's literally Damn Anthony it. just being like, hey, man, I, I know we've been talking shit, but uh, I hope you're doing well. And then Anthony reached out again. Hey, man, hope you're doing well. Hey, I'm sorry about Carl. Hope you're doing well. Hey, man, Merry Christmas. Hope you're doing well. And then finally, he's just like, yeah, I hope you're doing well, too. After okay. Five years. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I guess I'm trying to figure out why he would decide to show us all the back ones, which show that he didn't respond to. Because he's an why idiot. Why would you? That's dumb. I mean, yes. if if the fans want to think that, hey, there's some, you know, it's thawing a little bit, just show the one, the one that you responded to. Correct. You don't have to show the ones when the guy is talking to you and you're not saying shit back to him. Yeah, Eric Pick says Kumia comes out better again. Mm-hmm. And this is, <laughs> o- Opie doesn't know how to fucking monetize himself and ed- or market himself in any single way. He puts out the lamest clips and then shows what an asshole he is. What are you doing? <laughs> You just deliver skunk farts. <laughs> it's all skunk farts. Skunk a fart. <laughs> Still the best joke he's ever told. I want to see an IQ battle between Joe Matteris and Opie. <laughs> Opie's genius. No, there's there, there's no going back. Matteris has, has skyrocketed to the top. Guys, I'm excited to say Tukey is here. Tukey was in Atlantic City. But we have another mm-hmm. guest here who was also in Atlantic City that we haven't seen in a minute. If uh, if she's ready to go, I I see her uh, scrambling here. Mary Beth, <laughs> what's happening? I'm hey. here. I'm here. <laughs> How you doing, Hello. Mary Beth? Okay, there we go. <laughs> so I heard uh, Tuki telling the story that uh, you and your husband Brian thought that he was the real Gino Bisconti at one point. Yeah, I saw him over in the casino, <laughs> and I was like, "Is that Gino? Like that guy looks like Gino." And then we go over a little closer and i see he's wearing a gino shirt so mm-hmm. i was like ah oh, it's gino i was like wait a second and then he started talking to him and it's like oh it's that's definitely hilarious. not gino yeah. <laughs> well done dookie thank you so mary beth i brought you on because you probably weren't there for the brawl on saturday night right no we only went down sunday okay so i have a brand new angle of this that no one has seen yet So I want to kind of analyze this with everyone and go through it. Obviously, this has been talked about to death. This is Kevin Brennan antagonizing Bob Levy. And uh, there's all these different polls up on the various subreddits. Who's the pussy? Who's the asshole? Who's the winner? Who's the loser? Who's the boss? (laughs) People want to know answers, and I have them. Eric Zane, have you seen this yet? Again, I'm always the last to know. No, I'm anxious to see. I all love this. it because now we're going to get your perspective. You don't know any of the backstory. You don't know what the fuck this is about. Nope. You're just going to see it for the first time and react. Correct. Well, this is fantastic. So let's start with the original video that everybody has seen. This is Kevin Brennan's video. So he's sitting at the bar and he gets up with his phone and walks over to where Bob is and starts with him. <laughs> There's stuttering John. Standing there like a dope. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) These are my friends now. Okay, all right, fair enough. All right, so now he sees Bob. Sorry, I have to turn up this stupid music. Are you looking for me? You looking for me? 
You looking for me? You fucking bitch. Good shot. Yeah. You fucking bitch. Come on. Come on, you fucking bitch. Come on, bitch. Come on, bitch. Come on, bitch. Come on, bitch. Come on. So now Kevin is walking away. And you know what? Let me let Eric explain what we just saw for the people who are listening to the show, maybe haven't seen this before. What did we just see there, Eric? We saw Kevin Brennan walk up. He, you see Bob and his, what he would see, and then Bob threw a right at him. But what did Kevin do to deserve that? Did you, what would you he antagonized uh, say? him. He antagonized him. He walked up over to him and said, you looking for me? You looking for me, bitch? So people like to act like right. Bob just got aggressive out of nowhere. Like, yeah, hey, what's his problem? He's just trying to say hi to well, him. Well, yeah. I mean, I, to me, it goes without saying, if, if Kevin's in a room and you see his face, it's antagonizing. He doesn't even have to fucking talk. You know, so uh, the fact that he walked up and said that he, you know, Bob decided to hit him. The other thing, too, that I want to point out is that Kevin picked a time when he has the higher ground yeah. and there's a railing in between the two of them and some dudes. So and guys. Right. So as you can see here, Kevin walks over knowing that Bob can't get to him yeah. and Bob wants to. <laughs> That's very clear. Clearly, we're going to find out more. But let me just finish this video. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. John's posture is very much stop fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Look like a little kid who's yeah. just caught up in the action. By the way, that cover band is brutal. They're I playing know. the Hooters. It's not great. Oh. It's like a deleted scene from the last episode of Sopranos. <laughs> so bad. It sounds like shit. All right. So this is John. And Ray DeVito are both wasted later on this same night. And we get a glimpse into what's happening because this cover band's so loud, we can't hear the conversations that are happening very well. So we learn this. So Brennan comes back after he left to go gamble. And he sees Bob again. And he goes, where's Bob? And we showed him. And he, you know, he said, I'm going to go talk to Bob. And I said, do you need muscle? And he goes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I, look, I respect Kevin. I love Kevin. Yeah, we know. We know it's your boyfriend, Kevin. So John goes, do you need some muscle? Because <laughs> yeah. uh, Dan's here. <laughs> yeah, maybe Don. <laughs> yeah. with that. Jesus Christ. Oh. Okay. Uh, he so is now, like a mollusk. Yes. So, like a muscle, right. Okay, so now let's, let's see Gina's view, because... After Kevin films what he filmed, and then he walks away, and then we don't know what happens after that, but Gina quickly pulls out her phone and starts filming to see the aftermath of what happened after that. Let's watch that real quick. So Bob's running around the side to get to Kevin as Kevin walked away. He's up on the railing. There's some idiot in between him. Look at John with his hands. Hold on. I got <laughs> Look at John's got his hands up. Oh, guys, stop it! Stop <laughs> it! Watching his pearls. <laughs> it's like Look a whole gut. Look at that gut hanging <laughs> down. It looks like a, a there's a baby in there. Jesus Christ! Guys, stop! Be rational. They're gonna cut off the beer. <laughs> yeah, right. They're gonna shut this bar down. <laughs> there's no doubt. He could easily fuck his belly button. Look at that. <laughs> Jesus. He has a joke about it. So yeah, I think that's true. <laughs> John looks like 
he's standing in the hallway in middle school going, slow down, slow down. <laughs> Someone's going to get hurt in here. So there's Kevin came back and then Bob just chucked some empty cups at him. And now right there, Bob gives us a smile to Gina holding the camera. He knows this is hilarious. Okay. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, I'll, I'll ask uh, Mary Beth. Have you seen this yet? I, I haven't seen that. I saw the original uh, Kevin clip. Okay. But I hadn't seen the Gina version. What do you think about uh, Bob's reaction there? I, I, I'm at a loss for words, really, because it's just a bunch of old men. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Insanity. That is correct. Getting banned from the like, freaking casino. Like, yeah. come uh, on. Eric Zane, AZ, any thoughts on that? What, 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 um, was that an overreaction, do you think? I mean, did, what's, is, I, I know these two have bad blood between them, but I mean, was it was it was that warranted or could he have if he played it cool would he have been able to get more mileage out of this well kevin owes bob somewhere in the neighborhood of four or six thousand dollars because what kevin does he pulls this bitch move where he pays people to be on his show and then if he doesn't want to pay them he just doesn't talk to them anymore and says that we had a falling out and therefore he no longer owes them the money he owes them okay so they've been talking shit about each other for m- many months on each other's shows. And okay. so there's a lot of bad blood to go around on this. Now, Bob has been known to react in a manner that uh, probably isn't beneficial in the long term. He would tell you that he is banned from Sirius XM. He's not allowed in that building. Yep. So, uh, yeah, there's there's definitely well, then that's some brand to go around. If that's on brand, well, then I think yes. that was an excellent move because, I mean, that's what people are there for in the first place. And if and that probably will help him because it's something interesting to talk about. We're talking about it right here. Uh, everyone's so, been talking about this, but this is that. the reason why I wouldn't bring this to the show because we review podcasts on WATP. But this is the reason why I'm bringing it. I have an exclusive angle on this that no one has seen until right now. And uh, this is from another angle. So this is after pretty much around the same time that Gina turned on her phone. But we're seeing this from behind Kevin Brennan. And let me just kill this music. Finally, someone does it in landscape mode. I know. One fucking person knows how to film on their freaking This is like the Zabruder film. (laughs) All right. Now, first off, there's Vince uh, right here. Stuttering John. They're the same height. I mean, if, if anything, John might have a half an inch on Vince. John got back from the doctor's office yesterday, and he said, and guess what, losers? They measured my height, and I'm five seven and a half. Oh, <laughs> and a half. Oh, no. Do you, they measure people's height after you're an adult? Is that a thing? I don't think I've been, I don't think my height's been measured since I was a teenager. Yeah. I <laughs> think went, they do if you get a physical. Do Every they? year they're supposed to, because yeah. I, I know that because I'm shrinking. I'm old enough right. now that I'm starting to shrink. It's real annoying. So is John. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I want everyone to notice right here. There's Here's Kevin. Now, what Kevin is doing, he went over to get this footage of, of Bob, get a reaction out of him, and now he's going back and looking at his phone to review the footage to see if he got the right footage that he wanted to get. This is all a bitch move. He knew he was just going to run away and that other people would get in the way of them, but there's a bigger bitch move coming up in a second that I want to point out. So now Kevin is starting to walk back over. And this is the thing that I think is important. Where Kevin goes to walk over to talk to Bob, there's a trash can right there. So it adds another two feet that Bob cannot get to him. Not only is he behind the guardrail and up, but he's also behind a trash can to make sure that Bob can't get to him. 
and then immediately backs away. See where that trash can is right there? Mm-hmm. That's the thing that I didn't realize before is that Kevin kind of started coming back, but only if he could be as far away from Bob as possible right here. Back wow. and to the left. Back and to the left. <laughs> <laughs> and to the left. And then we could see John in his posture right here. Whoa, whoa, let's not throw plastic cups. Guys, seriously, (laughs) they're going to shut off the beer. Calm down. So that could be horrible for everyone. So now Kevin got his uh, his big W here, and he's going to turn around and and walk away and act like, geez, that guy's so irrational. I don't know what his problem is. Uh, There's there's mommy right here. So some of the yeah. chatters are are there and involved. I heard that mommy got the drink spilled on her the most, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> it's oh. And John stole two of her Coronas. Oh, I know bought. John stole her Coronas. Like oh, I just thought everyone was buying beer for me all night. I didn't know. <laughs> oh, Puerto Rican mommy had the worst trip of all. <laughs> all right. Oh, and so uh, so there's Bob and uh, there's John going. Jeez, what? <laughs> what just happened? Go what a boob. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what an idiot he is. Still drinking. John is an NPC in this yeah. video. He's like, it's, <laughs> it's just another person there just to be there. He's got nothing to do with anything. Uh, this is so awesome. There's, there's Keanu. Uh, well, I found out today on uh, Be Dabbling Live the reason why Gina wasn't there is because people were buying him shots at the comedy show and he got too drunk. Uh, he was wasted, <laughs> so he never made it over to the Borgata, unfortunately. Mm-mm. But um, so that's it, man. That's the 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 latest angle. And my assessment on this is that Kevin was a bitch this whole time. He did this knowing that he had the guardrail in between him. And then as soon as Bob got aggressive, he ran away. And the only way he came back at him was when there was even more division between him and Bob Levy. No, he couldn't get to him. Because I don't think he would have walked up to Bob if they had been on equal ground without something in between them or people in between them. This is spectacular pro wrestling comedy. Yes. But with, with comedy in air quotes. No, I, I'm with you on that. This is the da- this is what the devil versus become. It's yeah, ridiculous. This type of heat is <laughs> it's, it's just uh, licensed to print money. It's mm-hmm. it's and, and all he had to do was walk up and say, Hey, uh, you're talking shit. I'll say one thing, get get the reaction you want, and then he's out. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Fantastic. So um, this is why I'm out of the uh, the dabble verse officially. I can't I can't hang with these fucking retards. <laughs> John did say so that. St- John so said st- that. He said you're out of the dabble. Oh, that's right. He did. He's very sad to hear. He he goes. He goes. Uh, uh, where's Carl? But I haven't seen him around. And then he claimed that I took my Discord down. <laughs> How do you make your money then? I don't know. <laughs> that's a good question. Oh. He's so stupid. He believes everything that people tell him because he's a moron. And uh, I actually have some information about that here. So after John tells Vince, the loser, that ever since the nap video came out, I've run away and I took my discord down, which is a subreddit in his mind. He doesn't know what the fuck anything is. He's a moron. He believes everything people tell him. He then goes on and explains to me that I'm the idiot. Oh, you're so ugly. (laughs) Are you ever going to be right about anything? You know how many times you've been wrong? Let's go through the list. Stuttering John really didn't beat Shaq in basketball. Oh, he didn't realize I had the tape. Yes, I did. 
That's not how basketball works. John had this thing for the Tonight Show a bit where he had to get one point before Shaq got five. He right. threw up a, a, a shot from behind the three-point line that Shaq didn't even contest, and it went in. He's like, I won at basketball. That's not what basketball is, idiot. You can't just change the rules of basketball and call it winning. But okay, that's the first thing I'm wrong about. What else? Stuttering John didn't really interview OJ. Oh, we found the tape. Yes, I did. So I guess here we disagree on what the word interview yes. means. Because OJ was in his limo with the door closed and the window up when you yelled things at the limo. <laughs> you yelled at a car is what you did. But you call it interviewing OJ. Okay, if you say so. Inter- no, correct me if I'm wrong, Eric Zane. You've been in radio all your life. In interview, usually the interviewer asks a question, the interviewee answers, right? Yeah, pretty much. I think you got it down. I think you've, I think you've covered it. Typically, that's the definition of an interview. Okay, yeah. I, I thought so. <laughs> Maybe not John. with Joe Matarisi, but <laughs> John, I'm still waiting for the answer from our interview the other day. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> all right. What else was I wrong about here? Uh, Stuttering John says I posted his MP3 on my Patreon. I never did. Oh, we found the screenshot. Yes, you did. Dude. Where's the screenshot that I posted his entire audiobook on my Patreon? I definitely did not. But where is the Show screenshot it. he talks about? Yeah. Show he, it. He my, showed that one link that was in a Google Doc. He right. showed it to Vinnie Paulino. I remember that. Yep. And it was literally called the name of our fifth episode. It was like episode five or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And he goes, see, there it is right there. And Vinny goes, that looks like that's the podcast title. Like, it's mm-hmm. .mp3. Yes, the podcasts <laughs> oh. are all .mp3s. They're audio mm-hmm. files, John. A better how was that? <laughs> so what was that? <sighs> I can't tell if he's becoming Kevin Brennan or if Kevin Brennan is becoming him because he makes up these lies and he yells about him over and over again. As if that's going to make it true by just saying, I mean, Carl lies about how the fact that he put my audiobook up on a Patreon, even though I've never proven it and it's stupid and it makes no sense and I've changed my story five times. I just keep saying it, so it must be true. Yeah, if he talks to somebody else about it, yes. his buddy. Right, his buddy agrees with him. <laughs> and that's, Although that's his buddy was going to show the screenshot, but he was in Mexico. <laughs> right, so it's yeah, impossible. So, yeah, so he couldn't do it at the time, but his publisher, too saw it even though he doesn't talk to his publisher anymore because his publisher ripped him off which he told uh to uh who was it that chick he was hitting on who was all done with men who used to date the guys in um poison. oh no no, no no not elisa jordana although that's a good guess because she also is done with men so but john's gonna explain more of my lies here things i'm wrong about vince the lawyer is muttering jay oh you had to backpedal on that, didn't you? Because he's not. Yes. <laughs> that fate. He is. Vince Lawyer is definitely muttering Jay. I have the evidence. I'm not going to show it. I've shown it to Shuley. I've shown it to producer Joe. I don't need to show it to you assholes. But yes, it is. The only thing that I backpedaled on is that there's more than one person who has that account. Because I even I don't think Vince is such a loser. He could tweet at me 238 times in one day. So I'm sure there's another person or other people who also have access to it. Holy shit. Saturday <laughs> John's not going to go to Atlantic City. Oh, I did. <laughs> oh, that. Okay. that. That's the funniest God. one. The only reason why he did is because Vince had to convince him right. to come and paid for everything. everything. Every single thing was paid for. His travel, his drinks, his food, his gambling money. He was given money by Broccoli and Vince to take care of everything oh that's a funny thing too that i learned about when uh vince called in to be dabbling live today 
I discovered that John said that he was going to split the money they made when they were live casting from the suite. Mm-hmm. And it was 240 bucks they made. He told Vince, yeah, I'll give you uh, 120. And then he texted Vince. I was like, ah, that was a joke. I'm not really going to give you oh. that money. <laughs> he can't gotcha. even give Vince the 120 bucks he promised him when Vince spent how many thousands of dollars yeah. on John this, that mm-hmm. last weekend? So he steals beers and money. Yes. Wow. After everything's been paid for. What a friend, huh? In survival mode. He's like a cockroach. He really is, yes. <laughs> All right. You guys ready for a sick burn, though? Because it's not just John making up these things that I said that are wrong that are actually right. It's also great jokes at my expense. Holy fuck. <laughs> you just nonstop. Dude, don't. You know what? You need more naps. You need more naps. <laughs> <laughs> Sickest sickest burn ever right there. I might not recover from that one. Eric, thanks for doing my last show with me. Appreciate you being on here. Take a nap. I have to can't wait to take a nap. (laughs) I have to say, guys, there um right before I spliced in that that fun video clip, this is what John's face is. This looks like a guy who's having fun. He's mentioned many times and he loves doing this. He loves being in the devil verse and podcasting. He's having a lot of yeah. fun doing it. There's your Duke right there. <laughs> wow. Duke. Duke of Hurl. So I pulled this ice out that I think is uh, sums it up perfectly when talking about Stuttering John. People are duping me with the wrong intel. No, okay. No. Let me explain something. No, I took that out of context because he was saying like I would say that, oh. even though John would say that if he knew what the fuck was going on. Now, if oh. I was Vince, I would take that clip and turn it into a fifteen-minute-long bit where I explained that he actually admitted that he was being duped with the wrong information. But see, I don't do that here. <laughs> I just play it because it's funny, and John's an idiot. God. I have to play for you guys. John's writing his own bits now. You know, when John was at his peak, it was Fred and Jackie and sometimes Howard writing questions for him and telling him what to do. Well, now we're in a place where Stuttering John is coming up with his own bits. And uh, this is amazing. This is how we started off his show yesterday. Guys, if, if, you're, if you laugh too hard, please just mute your mics. I don't want this to be too loud. For people to hear, so just be watch for that. He's eating a chicken cutlet. Oh God, I hate that sound. Oh, looking around the room, making his Mountain Dew. This is how normal oh, people uh, have lunch, right? Yeah, but you don't notice Mountain Dew. That's a sign. Oh. oh. He's not wearing a bra. <laughs> He's not oh. wearing a bra. <laughs> he looks like an old lesbian. Yeah. The thing is, our... He's getting haircuts today. He's getting haircuts today. He said that. What a look. He knows his hair stinks. Guys, this is a bit. Just so you know, this is... He came up with this idea and then executed on it. Oh, Picky more... out. Yep. Picky out. More Mountain Dew. <sighs> drinking. Now it's time for oh. some pills. All right, drug time. Yeah. Oh. This will make the pain go away. If you snort the Kalanapin, it'll get you faster, John. <laughs> Tuki heard that before. 
What is happening? I don't know why you're not laughing right now, Eric. I assume that I wasn't looking at you. I assumed you muted yourself. You you haven't mm-hmm. muted yourself. <coughs> this, is, uh, oh. this is the bit. Poor Maribeth. <laughs> She's gagging. She's gagging. Like, Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> All right, so more pills. Okay, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Struggling this is with the a guy bottle. who works out every day. Why does he need all these pills? He goes to the gym every day. <laughs> We're watching yeah. him work out right now. Yeah, this is workout. <laughs> he literally said he goes to the gym every day. The burps. I go to Jim's Tavern every day. Right. Jim's. Jim's Steakout. <laughs> Oh. All right, so now he's washing down the pills with his Mountain Dew. More burps. More burps. Yep. He must be a treat to go out to eat with. I mean, he's, he's, this is a bit, though. See, he's, he's giggling. <laughs> now he's realized that his green screen no, isn't where it should be. Jesus. The hell's going on? The fuck? All right, now. Holy shit. This is where it gets really funny, guys. Oh, I get it now. Uh, uh, hold on. It's going to get really funny in a second here. Uh, uh, <laughs> here, here it comes. Uh, here we go. Uh, I'll take your band aid off. Right. <laughs> you see that? Let's go live. Oh, see guys. All right, let me hit the live button. Oh, okay, yeah, he, he didn't, didn't know. He didn't know he was live. He didn't know he was live. Oh my gosh, he goes, "Let's go live." I'm gonna hit the live button because he oh. doesn't think he's live yet. Isn't that great? Oh, John. well, you would definitely tell yourself, "Okay, let's go live." Yep, yeah. especially when you're by yourself, like right. you always are. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, that's so bad. Ah, this fucking thing. The fuck over there. Jesus Christ. Gonna get a fucking haircut. Ah. Fucking hell. The fuck. <laughs> oh. Scandula. All oh, right. No. Hey, we right. landed it. <laughs> well done, John Melendez, completing that bet flawlessly. Jesus. You see, guys, the joke was, even though he had hit the intro music to his show and then was obviously on his show because he's looking at himself and adjusting the green screen, he didn't realize that he had started it yet. And so we got to catch him in his natural. I don't know why you're not finding this hilarious, producer Chris. It's, it's, it's disturbing. I'm in awe. How about that? This is how you do it, folks. This mm. guy has zero talent. He has no wow. idea what he's doing. Not only that, but the, and that's, that is true, but the whole, yes, I, he took time to think that up. That yep. wasn't on the fly. He, he prepared that. Oh, no. He had to have all that shit he, ready he, to yeah, go. He had his chicken cutlet there. He had his pills <laughs> all ready to go. He had his green screen fucked up. He's like, oh, this is going to kill. I'm he's really going to get over killed. in his head. This is what this is what's going on in his head because I know this guy too well at this point. He's going, and then the Shuli Network is going to play this yeah, yeah. like I didn't know I was on, and the jokes on them because I did not. <laughs> it's the same when he had a fucking half shaven mustache. Like, no, John, we we know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you talked about oh. Eric. You talked about how he obviously had that bit prepared. Well, he came with more than one bit prepared for this show, which is very impressive. He's mad at Ray Devito. And he's got a new nickname for him. Come on. 
And then you got Ray DeVito, who I'm calling Raver because he's my dog. Not Rover, Raver. Oh, yeah, we got it. Well, how about just Ray DeVito? Ray DeVito. Yeah, I know we did this like six months ago. Better than Raver. I love, I mean, that's bad even by his standards. Raver, it kind of sounds like Rover and he's my dog. Wait, what? They're two different things. Talk. But he obviously had that bit worked out because now he's going to go into his raver jokes for Ray. Because he's he's getting his daddy's attention. Here, Ray, let me throw you a biscuit. I'm going to talk about you, okay? Let me throw you a little biscuit. Okay, now sit, Ray. Sit, raver. Fetch, raver. Roll over, raver. Play dead, raver. Costume change. Oh, that's the other thing, too. So John went on MLC this week and decided he's going to start piling on Ray DeVito. <laughs> that's what you do when you go on MLC. Is you goof on mm-hmm. Ray or Chad, whoever's there. And John's big thing was that at halftime during the Super Bowl, Ray went up to his hotel room, took a shower, and then came back down with different clothes on. I don't know about you guys, but every time I've ever taken a shower, I put on different clothes afterwards. I don't put the same clothes on. I was just wearing right. So right. it's very normal. Mm. But John acts like this is the craziest thing. It's similar to my wife asking if I had taken a nap. This guy changed clothes <laughs> after a shower. We're right, going to be I laughing do. about this for decades to come. Tuki time out. I do have to interject here. Yes. That was the third time Ray changed his clothes <laughs> at the start of this. He had three different clothes changes at the start of the game by halftime. From the start of the game to halftime, Ray had three different outfits on, and I never heard that he took a shower. I don't know where the shower thing is coming from, but it was kind of hilarious because we have no idea why he was doing that. Okay. <laughs> well, it's very possible. Maybe you want to do three different podcast episodes and make it look like, you know, like when you do a game show, you film five in a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe he was doing that. All right. So costume change is hilarious, Tuki. Is that what you're telling me? It kind of was because, well, we think he changed his first sweatshirt because melton pointed out that it was still brand new and had the creases so we were making fun of him for that and okay. he, he didn't like that so the next time we saw him he had his sweatshirt that is kind of pink but it looks more like it was a gray sweatshirt that he threw a red hat in with us you know <laughs> oh, yeah so we started making fun of him for that maybe it's comforter and- yeah. And that's when he came down in a third one. In a robe. <laughs> but the third one was the one where he has two naked child angels feeling each other up for some reason. So it didn't matter what he wore. We made fun of everything. It didn't matter. It was the best weekend ever. <laughs> oh. He was in his room. He's like, I'll show those fuckers. I'm putting on the, the angel shirt. But again. I don't even think John noticed this. I think John heard this because Melton and I were talking about it on the show that night. Because I'm, I'm not sure if like people were noticing that. We noticed it because we were just fixated on Ray. But I don't well, know. John takes things like that and turns it into comedy. That's the thing you're not understanding, Tuki. It's like, you might have thought that was comical, but it wasn't mm-hmm. until John went on MLC and used the words costume change. <gasps> And that's what really gave this whole thing life. And that's why we're all talking about it nonstop mm-hmm. now. So at this point in the show, John starts, someone asked him a question about Royce Dorazio, his first co-host on the Centering John podcast. Mm-hmm. And they had some type of falling out. Now, Royce owned an arcade and hired John to move games, arcade games for him. That was one of the jobs that John had. 
after the Stephanie Miller show. And apparently they had this big falling out and John claims a lot of things. I really want to get in touch with Royce. If anyone knows how to get in touch with him, doesn't look like he's been online in a while. I don't know what's going on, but he claims that Royce stole a bunch of equipment from some dude and then sold it all. He says that he struck John's channel for videos that Royce had put there himself. And he says he's a terrible temper and would scream at John all the time. It's funny to me that John talks about working with Stephanie Miller and Howard Stern and Royce. Everyone's always yelling at John. Is it because you're obnoxious and annoying? I don't yell at any of the people who work over here at WATP because everyone here is friendly and nice and easy to get along with. Yeah, we do our job. Blink twice, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> You're amongst friends here. This is a if safe you fucking space. blink twice, I swear to Christ. Right. Sir, if you'll just stop yelling at me. <laughs> All right. So someone puts up a real question. Not one, not goofing on his kids, not goofing on him, but just like a question that John answers. It's about Royce. And so, John, this is where you start to see the real John. This is the part that I enjoy seeing where the real John comes out and he explains what he wants to have going on on his show. Tim's totality. Thanks for the two bucks. I asked a great question. I had Johnny boy. Yes, you did. And I appreciate that. You know, if these trolls would actually super chat me and ask, like, I mean, I have so many stories from Stern, so many stories from Jay Leno that you guys would love, but you don't ask any questions like that. You're all just concerned with, Trashing my kids. This, this is the thing. We don't care about your stories, Chow. We've heard yes, your stories. Yeah. They're boring. And we're he, also it, concerned about trashing you. <laughs> right. Yes. It's it's such a cash cow for him. And I, I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he realizes that that's never going to stop. And if he keeps fighting it like that, it'll continue to uh, uh, support him. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe he knows more than we're giving him credit for. See, Eric, you are in that naive stage that... <laughs> I've been, listen, I've been there. We've all been in that stage. We're just like, well, John's not that stupid, yeah. right? I mean, no, he is. Innocent Eric. Yep. He yeah, really he, is. Um, this stupid. He wants it to be like, guys, you guys love me from the Howard Stern show. Why not just ask me questions about the Howard Stern show? I can tell you about Baba Booey's teeth. We used to goof on him. I once taped down Scott Salem's phone receiver. You could be asking me questions about that. It's I got great stories. Oh, my God. It's so sad because that's the real job. That's what he wants to have happen. So then someone does ask him a question. They're like, well, who is the biggest dick? Who's the biggest asshole celebrity to go on the Howard Stern show? All right, great. This is the questions that John wants. Let's see how he does with it. I know Howard hated, didn't like the guys from um, Silverchair. Okay. Um, Little known band. Biggest dick on Stern. I don't know. David Letterman went, like, you know, he, you know, he didn't really say hi to anybody. He just walked in. That's all I can think of at this point. Right stuff, John. <laughs> I, thought, I thought they were close. <laughs> Stern and uh, and 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 Le- that's bullshit. Those two were. Well, David uh, Letterman doesn't give a fuck about stuttering John. He yeah, right. hide him in the hallway. Mm-hmm. John does not like to be snubbed. You know, oh, that's the thing. And he's gone on and on about people who snubbed him at the Tonight Show. Uh, and Sasha Baron Cohen, yeah. uh, he goes on and on, Chelsea, Handler. Uh, triumph guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he goes off on these people who don't okay. give him the respect he deserves as a stuttering moron, incompetent boob. Right, <laughs> but he, he wasn't saying that Stern thought David Letterman was an asshole, is no, he? No, okay. definitely not. No, he said that Stern didn't like the guys in Silver Chair. Right. And then he didn't like Letterman. Okay. That was his big story. It's like, guys, just ask me questions. I got tons of stories. That was your story? 
All right, can we go back to goofing on you and your kids? Next question. <laughs> so stupid. So I just have one more clip on here. And I just, this is just to prove that of all these shows that have cropped up now in the Dabbleverse, John's is the worst. He's the worst of everyone at hosting a show because what he does, he does zero prep. Well, except for the fact that Biddy came up with and those hilarious jokes about Ray being a dog. Other than those things, he does nothing else. But he goes to these two different subreddits. He goes to Hackverse Anonymous and Shuli's Anonymous. And he just scrolls through and looks for videos and plays them. And when he can't find stuff, he gives up. This is unedited uh, a portion of John's show from yesterday. So that was me with the um, Nambla guy. We sent John over. We kept quiet about it because we didn't want to get, you know, we want to make sure he got in. But uh, uh, let's see. So when I had told Chad that oh, here we is, were, uh, uh, downstairs in that cafeteria area, no, that's I didn't. Good. Hold on. Hold on. By the way, uh, oh, I don't know. What... April Imhole, everyone's talking about how she wore a bikini the other day. God damn. Well done, Angel. <laughs> <laughs> not, not bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, I don't know where the fuck I saw this, but... And now it's a violation, uh, uh, like a parking. Like how they just start playing. Knows. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. He's got everything on autoplay. So as he's yeah. scrolling through Reddit, you just hear videos just yeah. cropping up and playing. He's just scrolling. Uh, <laughs> and Chad. other hits like... Uh, let me see. Uh, <laughs> Chad's looking rough. Did you yeah, see that? Yeah. <laughs> Poor Chad. Yeah. He's growing a beard. He's got a beard going now. We're gonna we're entering the era of chatted bearded Chad. Remember oh, crazy? And he kept saying, "I'm getting ripped. I'm gonna be so ripped for summer." No, <laughs> no he's not. No, he's he's not in good shape. He looked well, terrible. That mean drunk too? Does a rip mean yeah. being drunk? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's doing that. Getting ripped on. <laughs> yeah. And now it's a violation, uh, uh, like a parking. Now we know whose jaw whose jaw is getting broken next. All right. <laughs> That's kind of funny. So uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, Playground. Thanks for the fiber, John. My kids keep having nightmares about Hitman Dan's wife. Can you please look into the camera and tell them that she isn't real? <laughs> this is what his show is. And when he's not reading super chats that are goofing at him, he's scrolling through and not finding what he's looking for on subreddits. Mary Beth, did you see the Hitman Dan's wife? Yes. Yeah. Well, I saw. I saw her on the video. I don't. I don't know if I saw her actually in person. Oh, well, you okay. would be stoned right now if you had. Yeah. So I'm sure yeah, you just saw her. You would definitely sure. know if you had seen her in person. That's why I was. Curious. I wish I had seen her in person because on screen no, she didn't innocence. look too good. No, keep your innocence. You're a sweet girl. So, <laughs> so, I would so hope bad. that maybe real life would be better. I'm. I'm guessing no. Then. <laughs> Tuki. Thought, what, what'd what, she say? Well, I guess the, the question is, does she just not like photograph or videotape well? Yeah. Or is she oh, actually... Oh, oh, she doesn't everything well. Like, you know, <laughs> unless Tuki's eyes have some kind of horror movie filter attached to them that Tuki does not know about. <laughs> Holy shit. I have seen zombies are real people. I've seen them. They're here. They're in Atlantic City. At least they were. And I think I tripped on one of their ears. I swear her ear fell off her head. <laughs> well, I, I will say this. John's a class act. And he wants to stick up for his buddy, Hitman Dan. So as everyone's ripping on what his wife looks like, John fixes it all by going, oh, I used to beat off to her. She's pretty hot. Oh. <laughs> He's amazing, isn't he? I think before maybe they were allegedly snorting glass that maybe she <laughs> was a decent looking person, but... 
your body can only take so much, and these people have tested the limits <laughs> of their really, bodies. They really have. Holy shit. They look like you sound. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> it's not good. Thank you. <laughs> it's too much. Too much all the time, I would say. All right. Yes. Guys, we have to catch an alien today. Who is ready for everyone's favorite game show? Now, who did this one? Hey! It's time for everyone's <laughs> We're favorite back. game show to catch an alien. Are you? Oh yeah, I got to cease and desist for trying to do my own to catch <laughs> yeah, an I alien. Saw that. <laughs> episode. Uh, mine was not as good, but uh, uh, Cardiff does a great job with it. An alien. Are you ready to play to catch an alien? Uh, so yeah, she helped him start his business. She was in the van with him, his work van, and uh, they had just come back. They were coming back from a job, and they were on a two lane highway. And my grandfather was in his truck coming the other way, and uh, the drunk driver hit my grandfather's truck from behind, and it, it sent him out of control into my dad's lane. And they just so happened to be passing each other and hit head on and kill my grandfather and my grandmother in law and my dad. Same and, crash. And, and how so old were you? That, how old were you at the time Thank when this happened? This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. That's not Cardiff's edit. They just put in these ads that aren't even real ads. All of this is fake. And they just pop them in wherever they want to mid-sentence. That's the worst timing. Oh, no. (laughs) Also, a dog died. (laughs) Wow. That's hilarious. Hey, Tukey, I know yes. that John wished your children to be gay. Did you know that Dookie, Tukey's oh. gay son, is in the chat right now? Oh, I had no idea. But yes, John did do that. The worst thing you can wish on a man, another man, that his child would be gay. What has happened so far? Dookie had to miss the first half because he had to go get a job after Tukey kicked him out after catching Tukey listen, listening to ABBA. Is that true? Your, your yes. gay son was listening to ABBA and you kicked him out of the house? Yes. <laughs> You're a monster, Tukey. I'm a monster. John is right. <laughs> I haven't learned. Oh, John, I'm so sorry. All right. Back to the game. I'm sorry. Getting real distracted. Lots going on. By Blue Chew. I was 10 at oh. the time. Yes. Now, do you think if you were older, it would have been easier to deal with? Or do you think if it were, you were older, it would have been harder to deal with? Oh. Yeah, question. it's hard to say. I think that knowing what I know now, growing up, <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> would it have been easier if if you were older? I mean, yeah. like, why why do you want to know that? So your father died in a horrific accident. Let's talk about that for a while. Yeah. Let's dwell What's your on point. That. What's the point? <laughs> these, these questions. God damn! I know people are so bad at this. So stupid. Talk about something interesting, you fucking idiot. No. Do you what kind of truck was it? If you were yeah, if you were eleven and a half, do you think that would have been better? Yeah. Or? It'd been harder to deal with. Yeah, it's hard to say. I think that knowing what I know now, growing up, you know, having kids of my own, I think I was at probably the worst age because you're old enough to fully understand what's happening and and fully have a relationship with my dad. But you're not through those really crucial years that you just need a dad. You know, like you really need a dad through those late middle school, early high school years. You know, you need a dad. Period. But if you're going to, you know, if I was going to pick a time, I think it probably would have been I hate so to racist. Say easier because that sounds like I might be, you know, if someone else is going through that. I'm not right. trying to say it's it sucks no matter when it happens. It's horrible. But I think just for your development and like your your right. overall yeah, just started. chance of being remotely <laughs> healthy as an adult. Yeah. I think up. obviously if you can get through those years, yeah, you know, we, we get those it. teenage you're years would be, be pretty, pretty uh, helpful for sure. 
And for all the people listening and watching, whether it's a death or just going through a hard time and oh. they want to give up, and, and you didn't, and you're proof that you didn't. What did Tommy say next? Here are your choices. Number one, what about the pyramids? B, any advice for death? <laughs> next, what's a good one-liner? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is. Did you use any drugs? <laughs> Lastly, what songs did you write about it <laughs> to catch an alien? All right, I always go first, and I want it to be B. Any advice for death? I'm right. hoping uh, that's what it is, and I'll go over to you, Eric Zane. What do you think it's going to be? I got to go with what songs did you write about it? Okay, <laughs> or a boat. Very it's- good, uh, Tuki. No. These make any sense? No, <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, letter one. What about the pyramids? What about the pyramids? Oh would be great. Let's hope. Let's hope. Uh, Mary Beth Rosie. I was gonna go with. Did you use any drugs? Okay, and then producer so... Chris. I went with drugs. All right. So no one picked out what's a good one liner. Oh. Is that the one that Cardiff <laughs> needs to win? Yeah, that's there crazy is. that what about the pyramids oh. makes more sense than what's a good one-liner. <laughs> that one seems possible, but okay, let's see. Hard time and they want to give up, and, and you didn't, and you're proof that you didn't. What's like a good one-liner Get the fuck out. just oh. that you could spit out there? Are you fucking kidding me, no. Cardiff? God fuck, damn it! What? Oh, <laughs> oh, no, I gotta see the rest of this and now. I, I wanted it to be that. Where is he going with this? <laughs> what's a good one-liner? <laughs> I took an underdog. I took the wrong one. Yep. <laughs> Hard time and they want to give up And you didn't And you're proof that you didn't What's like a good one-liner Just that you could spit out That, you know, when somebody's having that tough time And they're ready They, you know, the one-liners that just pop in the head Like, Uh, keep swinging You know, something like that Take my wife, please He doesn't know English Yeah, (laughs) This guy does not know English I thought for sure English was his second or third or fourth language And I learned (laughs) recently that it's not He really did grow up in Philly this is insane. Yeah, that's not a one-liner. It's not. What's, what's, <laughs> and also, just the premise of what he's trying to say. Someone's trying to unalive themselves. What's like five or six words you can say to him to get him to not do that? <laughs> it doesn't exist, but okay. I'm telling you, he pees but from I- his belly button. Had <laughs> <laughs> like, keep swinging, you know, something like that. Man, I always loved, because uh, uh, I've just, uh, I don't know, baby. I haven't been through as Pull much as a ton of people. Pull myself up by my bootstraps. <laughs> Get confident, stupid. <laughs> penny saved is a penny earned. <laughs> you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> here, let me tighten that noose. <laughs> yeah, right. Brooks was here. Oh. Man, I always loved... Uh, because uh, I've just, I don't know, I, I haven't been through as much as a ton of people, but, I, but I've I've been through a decent bit in my life. And, I hate this guy. Um, one thing that always stuck with me, and it's, it's actually a book about it, but uh, tough times don't last. Tough people tough do. Tough people do. That's good. And then you start really going at it with the guitar. You know, you're in college, you're learning. And then you get known as a songwriter, right? Because you're doing, you know, weekend gigs, shows. And then you really, really excel with the songwriting. That's all for this time. Who the fuck is that guy? Should I know who that is? Does anyone know who that is? I wish that guy went, well, actually, no, I never really did. Yeah, no, no one knows <laughs> who's a songwriter. What are you talking about? <laughs> Why am I here? Come back next time to find out if you have a good enough one-liner to overcome tragedy. 
and to catch an alien. Crafty Subreddit party. Surfing Live, Saturday, March the 9th. Comedy at the Carlson in Rochester, New York. Get your tickets now at carlsoncomedy.com. Sit, Eugene, sit. Good dog. What have we done today? We've done it all, people. We talked about Joe Matarese and his inability to run a show, talk to people, or do anything that's mildly entertaining. We had the Cringe of the Week, which is the financial audit. Looks like a show we should maybe check out. Opie Radio is putting together clips that are embarrassingly bad, but save me a shit ton of time. I have to watch this whole show. And he just puts it out there for me. We really broke down KB versus Levy. We looked at Stuttering John explaining that I'm the idiot, which is always fun. I always like those types of uh, videos. So you know what that means. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The We'll be back with our midweek episode with Eric's favorite, Lucy Tightbox, Chris's favorite, Trucker Andy, and no one's favorite, Chris. And we'll be back with that to talk about the TV reviews category of podcasts. Who can bring the worst podcast in the TV reviews? Television, right? Television. Okay. Yes. Because there's a movie reviews category too, but I didn't want uh, to bring in... Once over with Kaylee and her people's feelings. So, <laughs> so TV reviews. And not transvestite reviews, right? Yeah. Right. Thank you okay. for clarifying that. That was Tele- my crappy television. joke, but yes. mm-hmm. get that far. All right. Uh, Eric Zane, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you, my friend? Well, the most important thing, of course, who are these broadcasters? Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Who Are These Podcast YouTube channel. Myself and Christian Blatt review some of the silliness that takes place. With various broadcasts. Although this week it's noon, right? We are doing it at noon. Uh, there was a little schedule snafu, but so we will be early. Yes, that is correct. And you can also find that uh, podcast wherever you find your audio podcasts and subscribe to that. So it shows up every Wednesday morning. You'll have a new episode of Who Are These Broadcasters? And then, of course, the Eric Zane Show. Eh, whatever. You'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> He's totally kaying me. When Kaya come on the show, I'm like, all right, so you got a show. He's just like, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Oh, no, I don't no, whatever. <laughs> it's not. I, the one good thing Chad Zumach said, it's not that great. That's true. He did say that when I tried to promote his show on my show. He's like, ah, it's not that good. Uh, Eric Nagel saying it's a good show today. Thank you, E-Rock. Oh, I love hey, him. He's, a, it, he's a good man. He's a he's good a man. Good uh, Tukey, thank you so much for coming on today. I know you've been making the rounds. You're on everyone's show. You did Dixon's show. The list mm-hmm. goes on. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. thank you. Know, weren't you on with Gino just before this? Yes. Yes, wow. I was on with Gino. This guy's everywhere. Tukey's starving. You can only snack on your own boogers for so long. <laughs> Tell that to Opie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, just go to Tukey Soup. Come see Tukey Live, WATPlive.com in Largo, Florida, March 22nd. And uh, for our West Coast fans, come out to uh, Hackamania.com. A three-day uh, event in Las Vegas. It'll be fantastic. Two I heard you say you on your show today, you were talking about WTPLive.com, the show, March mm-hmm. 22nd. And you go, yeah, it's some kind of community theater. 
Dude, it's the Central Park Performing Arts Center. It holds over 400 people. It's not just some kind of community theater know. that we're doing the show. The way you described it, I'm just like, this is a really nice venue. What are you talking about? It's oh, some community know. theater. No one said it was a community theater. <laughs> it's just so like a I gymnasium We'll somewhere. be right on the strip. <laughs> Someone pull the bleachers down. We got a show coming up next after the, the basketball game. It's fucking oh, I'm sorry. What is your family own it? Your mom? <laughs> oh, Tukey's overtired. No, yeah, no. <laughs> Mary Beth, I haven't seen you in a minute. So good, good to see you again. And of course, Mary Beth Rosie, you have an OnlyFans page. I do. It's M A R I B E T H R O S I E. You know, OnlyFans.com slash Mary Beth Rosie. Very good. And uh, I believe there's some entertainment going on over there. Yeah, I post some sexy pictures. It's, I don't know. I was like, I don't want to be one of those OnlyFans girls. It's like, I don't know. I just like So reluctantly. So reluctantly funny. Delete your account. If you don't want to be one, delete your account. (laughs) I mean, I am, but I don't want to be like, like, you know, you know. (laughs) Yeah. You want to be, you you don't want to talk about it. You just want people to find it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It just, I don't assume people want to look at it. (laughs) Wow. I would assume they do. And Thank I think you. we should definitely go check that out. Thank you for coming on. You might have some reviews for us. But oh, yeah. uh, I'm going to wrap things up here. And if anybody needs to get out of here, they they very well can. I appreciate everyone's time today and coming on the show. Um, I have a news segment, don't I? Mm-hmm. Please join us again next time. It might be that so we find out what's for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush bits of morning radio. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Internet news with Lucy Tightbox. From Discord, Japanese fart enthusiast reports, Carl is trying to answer the question, who are these podcasts? Andy is still at, what are podcasts? Dylan from Somewhere riffs, Dana White died on the way back to his home planet. And regarding allegiances in AC, Stormy notes, I'm starting to think these old men are fickle. Lucky Norm from Reddit has similar thoughts. A group of 30 to 60-year-old dudes who know each other from bickering on the internet all travel to a second-rate casino precinct to meet up and bicker in real life. Every Dabbleverse character is a massive fucking loser. Joggerlicious opines, The guys from Your Favorite Band Sucks are two of the most autistic British cigarettes I've ever heard. Cultural Hope shares, I hate Wilco and I don't even know what Wilco is. Thanks, Carl. Carl's Nappy asks, when do we get to the mandolin commentary episode? Fix it 403. When do we get to the Stuttering John's Kids song parody contest? John's Sons. Staubach Lover 17. I'm surprised no one brought the WATP music special. They'd win hands down. Reasonable Cat makes a reasonable point. I get that having all the podcasts from the episode in the title would make it too long, but it seems like a missed opportunity to have these podcasts throw tantrums when they find out they've been reviewed. And from Twitter, Gangrenously might be confusing Cupid with Santa Claus. I hope Cupid brought Lucy a chocolate-covered ball gag for Valentine's Day. Dame Taft gushes. Producer Chris in response to Christine Knowlton. She's from the Lou Reed School of Sucking. <laughs> I want a jar of this man's semen. From YouTube, Patrick Gleason ponders. Imagine wearing a warped tour shirt as an adult and thinking you can criticize anything. Moki Ono 45 humble brags. 
I aspire to write background music at coffee shops. I think I almost have it, too. 76 Spazzle. I thought the guy had duct tape on his hand only to realize it was his stupid tattoos. Brock Baseball puts on his big boy pants. This episode reminded me of what an absolute cunt I used to be about music. Oh my god, you listen to so-and-so? They aren't metal. I listen to such-and-such. They're true metal. I would like to apologize to everyone whose musical taste I once insulted. And from Patreon, LC Brock notes, SJ sounding a little extra gargly this episode, like a cartoon character attempting to talk while water rises above their head. Sean Pedrick, the dicks in my butt drop makes me giggle like a fool. And Adam Lassiter plays us out with, you all lose, terrible all around. I'm voting for Vinny until you get better. Thank you, fuck you, bye. I am happy to say that we have dropped the dead weight. Tukey's gone. EG <laughs> is gone. And now it's just the three of us. Finally, let's get this party started. Let's do this. Uh, Mary Beth, do you have any new reviews to read to us today? I do. I do nice. have a couple of them. Look at this. She hasn't lost her fastball. This one is titled A Frosted Mess. I hate this show. Boom. Okay. Well, I got to think that's a five star review if it's calling it a frosted mess is that a five star it is nice i appreciate that and i i'm just assuming that that's what that's supposed to be it's like b-e w-m w-m yeah Yeah. that's exactly got it you nailed it mary beth (laughs) mini carlino (laughs) (laughs) all right and then this one says doctor says pashmere pat pashmere that's i don't know if i've ever seen that word written yeah I'm not but sure why that would be on our reviews. Said, <laughs> Pap schmear. That's not some Russian guy. Thanks to this show, I lost my wife, kids, and somehow now on my own my own timeshare, my tour in Nam was easier. <laughs> oh no. I'm so sorry about that. This show is brutal sometimes. Uh, that sounds like a five star review. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Nice. Uh, is that all the reviews? Yep. Beautiful. Thank you very much for that. Let's listen to some voicemails. Gary calling in. Hey, Carl. Gary in San Diego. Well, I listened for a short time on John's uh, Valentine's Day show, and he made an interesting revelation. He said he hasn't heard from his manager, and the manager has not sent him out for even one audition uh, for 2024. Now, I'm wondering, is the manager not sending him out because he's been blackballed? Or do the um, casting director see his name and say, we don't need to see him. We've listened to his podcast. He's shitty. He's no good. We can't hire him. <laughs> <He's> shitty. <laughs> anyway, a very interesting revelation. Got a brand new manager. The manager hasn't done squat. Anyway, rock and roll to you. Rock and roll to you, Gary. I didn't hear that uh, clip because he that was then bragging later in the week that he has a, a movie audition coming up. And that's one of the John's tells. So as soon as he admits something he didn't want to, then he makes up a lie. The next show, I'll just be like, but actually, I'm auditioning all the time. I was I was just kidding about not going getting auditions. We were trying to figure out Point Devil Point yesterday. It's on Shuli's channel if you want to check it out. Uh, it was a fun episode yesterday. A lot to talk about, obviously. We were trying to figure out why John is in L.A. He's got a house in Florida. He's got this gross apartment that he's going to get evicted from. Fuck, I didn't even bring that up on the show today. It looks like he's going to get evicted from his apartment. He got a note from the landlord saying he's got to clean up his shit. 
He's noisy. He's gross. He's oh, dirty. That's right. Smelly. Shit by the dumpster because of him. Yeah, it, it's a problem. The, the other tenants are complaining about him. There's stink lines everywhere. Oh, and then John's whole thing, because this is so typical, John, and you see this with Chad Zumach, too. It's the, rather than look inward at, like, what am I doing wrong? It's constantly lashing out at others. So John on his show goes, my neighbor upstairs blasting the TV all night. Right. Like, oh, well, this isn't about that, John. This is about the fact that you've never picked up a vacuum cleaner. Since the time you moved into this place. It's fucking gross. What are you doing? Fix it. Hey, I was just listening to the uh, Fatty Patty video. Uh, and, you know, we're talking about how John, you know, oh, you got to apologize. You got to apologize for trashing my kids. Uh, he doesn't actually want, I've, I've been trying to think about what does he want for an apology. I realize he wants people to apologize like he does, where you say something nice about him. It's not about, I'm sorry, it's that he wants you to know, he wants to know that you actually like him. Mm -hmm. So you'll notice when John apologizes for shit, he always attaches that with a, well, you know, I really think your podcast is great and you got some real job, you know, like whatever, you know, and, and that's, he's so fucking insecure that he just wants you to tell him that he's special. So give that a shot for what it's worth, Patrick. Don't call me back. He's always fishing for a compliment. And it means so much to him. I think he wrote 128 different compliments he's received from different people in his book, Easy For You To Say. I can't imagine someone else writing an autobiography that documents every time they got a compliment from someone. But John does. He loves those compliments. I think you're onto something there. You know, that Kevin Brennan video and the other videos you're showing from the casino. Yeah. John didn't say a word in any of that. And just looking at his <laughs> body language... You can see he's just a lost fucking child. Yeah, he is. He has no idea what's going well, on. Well, that was and his no muscle. That was him being <laughs> yeah, muscle. Yeah, he's showing off his muscle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, no one's around him. No one's, I mean, he's surrounded by people, but no one's with him, talking right. to him. Uh, he's sad. And I mean, it's, and it's 30 seconds, but yeah. I, I know, I, but that says it all. Right, no, I mean, on. that's what he looked like around the casino. I mean, I, <laughs> I, uh, I never met him. I didn't meet him. You didn't we go up didn't and go shake his hand. You didn't want to touch his uh, scabby hand. No, Mary but when Beth. we first ran into your your brother and sister in law, they're like, "You want to go meet John?" And it's like, no, oh, no, nobody does. <laughs> John's a person that we look at on the internet. We don't want to talk to him right. in real life. He's disgusting. Yeah, it, it was very surreal to see everyone there IRL. Mm -hmm. um, but he was. Like walking around the casino, and it's just like he he just looks sad. <laughs> really, he's a, he's a lost soul for sure. But he also drank 150 beers over that weekend. So. I get jolly when I do that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I get jolly at around seven. And then, you know, when you reach 100, you're like, okay, this is not going well anymore, sir. No more blackjack for you. <laughs> but yeah, that that caller was completely right. He doesn't want to hear about anyone's regret. He wants them to say. You're great, John. Correct. And uh, actually, because John has come out and said that he had this big conference call with his kids and they all told him, stop, stop it. Defending us, yeah. Stop defending us. <gasps> we can take it. They're just doing this to get to you because you're such a good father and they know that it gets to you. So people have some ideas here. Hey, Carl. So since it's okay to trash John's kids now, I was wondering if you were going to officially announce the Trash John's Kids Song Parody Contest. 
uh, yeah, call me back and let me know. Skull, have a good one. Oh, shit. I had a song parody that came in from uh, at the editor. I'll have to play it on the next episode. He did another? He did another one. Oh, wow. Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. He's, I, he's great. Yeah, he's killing it. Um, all right, let me comment on that as far as the Trashing John's Kid song parody contest. Yes, please do. It sounds interesting. I'm not going to lie. But the angle that I would come at it from is Trashing John as a father, a husband, and a human being. Yes. I think that's really the angle because it's not so much that we're goofing on John's family, his children. They all seem do, they're like they're doing well. Yes. Shockingly. Stinky cunts are funny, but we've already covered that. So Correct. Yeah. So we've, we've kind of covered that. So <laughs> I would say I'm always, I will always play song parodies that are well done. So send those in. But let's really focus on how John is a miserable failure and has failed his kids and didn't pay child support and is a deadbeat dad and a loser and didn't want to spend time with his kids and his kids didn't get back to him when he would text them, according to Susanna. Kids all love the new dad. Let's not forget <laughs> yeah. that part. Let's not forget that they love the new dad because he's way better than John. Things like that would be the way I would go with it. <laughs> hey, Carl. Too long voicemail guy. I just wanted to let you know on Valentine's Day, my wife and I were listening to the episode with the anal princess. Because for once, we didn't have the kid in the car, and I made her listen to something. She was less grossed out by that episode and all of the wonderful things that the anal princess got up to than stuttering John's voice. <laughs> so she's got that going for us. All right, bye. Wow. That's saying something right really there. Because that, that anal princess. Did you hear that one, Mary Beth? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you, you think about that uh, OnlyFans girl? I mean, obviously, uh, she's in a different fucking world. With what I, she's up to. I mean, I don't... Ah. Well, <laughs> oh, Alright, let me ask a better question. Well put. Yeah, like, I don't know. You know what, I that's my fault as an interviewer. Is. I know, that wasn't a good question as an interviewer. Let me ask you a, a more pointed question. When you do ATM with butt plugs that come out of other girls, do you also get strep? Ew. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> Hey, this message is for Lucy Tightbox. Uh, I'm six foot tall, dad bod, uh, super happily married, still eat my wife's box and everything <laughs> after 16 years. Four kids, solid income. Just wanted to let you know I don't want to be part of your dating show. So you got to pick someone else. Sorry. I know you probably want me real bad, but just, it's just not going to happen, okay? So just let it go. Ooh. Girl, did it work? <laughs> that one might work buddy congratulations sounds like a real catch um this uh sums up how i feel about things yeah fuck you fuck vince fuck john melton the entire dabble verse is a bunch of fucking passive aggressive pussies the fact anybody let john or brennan walk after fucking atlantic city fuck all you idiots whoever's donated to this fucking bullshit you're a fucking loser end it or fucking i mean come on man somebody's got to shut this guy's mouth up hey hey he makes fun of my dad having kids uh, everything's okay you're a bunch of fucking losers <laughs> yes i have to agree with you on uh, on that one hey uh i really appreciate the passion on the music uh episode it's really great i'm enjoying it so far now i'm not all the way done but i wanted to kind of touch on something What's worse than people saying, oh, you like this band, we'll try this band, is whenever uh, you get these people, there's this genre called Vaporwave, and they're like, 
oh, yeah, you like that song? We should listen to it slowed down and uh, record it on a CD that's scratched. It's, <laughs> it's total shit, these people, man. They just want to listen to garbage. Literal. Sometimes you listen to Vaporwave, and it's just static. And they're like, this is so awesome. It's so aesthetic, bro. No, you just, you're just stupid. Yeah. Well, anyway, bye. Yeah, we got um, – we inspired a lot of – conversation with that episode yeah. that we did uh the thing that i haven't pointed out yet is how many people found it funny that i was calling other people pretentious yes <laughs> a lot of people found that to be comical that uh that's where i would go but i get it well yeah music is is like that everyone can weigh in on it just sure. like food you know of course so right Coming up, we'll be doing the food show. <laughs> Do you put ketchup on a burger? Call in. Let us know. <laughs> Halloween candy. How much hey. is too much? Sorry. <laughs> Dill or sweet pickles? <laughs> we'll be doing the next hour on that. Hey, what's going on, my cracker brother? Hey, I know you're probably listening to the podcast doing mic, but that book that Ace Freely's ex-girlfriend put out? Oh, yeah. OMG, dude. Wow. That shit is fucking funny. It is. You all should do some episodes about that because Ace Freely, hey, I'm all for fun. I'm all for good murdering of my asshole and all that good stuff. I'm bisexual, but I draw the line at Ace's life. <laughs> that motherfucker's crazy. Dude, I was listening to uh, Drew and Mike were playing excerpts from Ace's ex-girlfriend's book and... This is like shit that happened long after he was in Kiss. Like we've heard the stories about when he was touring with Kiss and he was a lunatic. It didn't get better when he stopped being that bad. Usually doesn't. Yeah, I mean he's a fucking he's nuts. It's uh, it's interesting to say the least. So maybe we should look into that. We do have to figure out what to do for bonuses. So maybe that that could be something we look into. Well, we have win a date with Lucy Tybox coming up. We do, yes. I know we got to get that going. We will make that happen. And speaking of which, Cal photographer called into the show. Hey, hey, Lucy, it's uh, Cal photographer. Just uh, once say in high school, I was known as Banana Dick, and well, you can call Vic up and she can attest to my size. So, wink, wink, or text me. You know, I'll send you a picture. So we have to unpeel it. <laughs> Banana Dick is that a good thing? I wouldn't think so. It has a sticker on it. Yeah. I'm more of a plantain myself. <laughs> uh, Carl, thank God you did a negative re- review of your band. Your favorite band sucks. Like, this show sucks ass. They use no examples. Like, right. they don't play clips to show you that the band is bad. And then when they do their jokes, they sound, they start and stop all the time. It's like, so the thing is about your favorite band is like they're 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 so bad, and then they like the one guy who's talking is trying to cue up laughter for everybody else. Like the show is fucking awful. It's terrible. Yes, I can't believe you liked it the first go around. Yeah, had its moments. I guess it's because they reviewed the Misfits and you hate them because they showed you what's what or whatever. What? All right, see ya. Well, he got really perky at the end. I thought he needed a Dude, nap. You know who else is a big Misfits fan? Kindy. Yeah. Is it a Jersey thing? I don't know. I think it's just uh, being a dumb C word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Before like I... the Misfits. Oh, I was just going to ask Mary Beth. What's your take? What's Brian's take on the Misfits? Is he a fan of that band? No. All right, good. You guys are good Good people. I knew it. Uh, Man or Matt calling in. Call. Oh, what up, man? It's Man or Matt again. Um... Just want to reach out to Lucy Tightbox. I mean, fuck. 
I don't know why she had to kind of out me like that, man. I know, yeah, Avatar, great movie. Well, it's my favorite, but, you know, and then I started talking about documentaries I like, documentaries, doc- documentaries. I can't sound like that chick. And, uh, you know, she totally didn't get my interpolation of some documentaries I liked. But uh, uh, I don't know. I got nothing. You know, shout out to Crows, man, and Paco. All right, now, man, Rats doing shout outs. Anyways, Eric Nagel confirms the Misfits are huge in Jersey. Mary Beth, you're not from Jersey originally, right? No, I'm from Ohio. That makes sense. That's why you have good taste. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh. That's why you have good taste in men and music. Obviously. Hi, Carla. <laughs> it's your brother, Grant, the cool brother. This is how I talk. Hey, Grant. I had so much fun in Atlantic City with your arch nemesis, stuttering John. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame you were too chicken to make it. Oh, well. Good luck with your little podcast thing in Florida next month, you cuck. Jeez, Grant. I, when, did you, when did he start calling me a cuck? He's mad with power now. <laughs> yeah, right? He's out of control. He's the most popular uh, person in Atlantic City. Grant, Grant, Grant. Grant. <laughs> You're <laughs> chanting his name. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mary Beth, great to see you. Say hi to uh, Brian. I got to get him back on WTP again soon if he's available. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he'd love to, to come on, buddy. Uh he, he doesn't like the amount of homework it takes. I understand that. And <laughs> we can we can make that a little easier on him. I, I do have um, celebrity plans that I do on this show. If people aren't familiar, oh. uh, certain co-hosts, I will always tell them, this is the show we're going to review. I'll have all the clips. You, don't have to... <laughs> you break the glass, there's clips. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. We'll have plenty to talk about. So I'm always happy to uh, provide that. For people like uh, Brian Johnson, the great Brian Johnson from Tom, Steve, Dave. All right. Mary Beth, one more time. Onlyfans.com slash. Mary Beth Rosie, M-A-R-I-B-E-T-H-R-O-S-I-E. <laughs> okay, bye. Man, that was a good episode. That was a good episode. I enjoyed that. I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye. That was a great episode. That was really great. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. Bye. A plane has hit. I rewatch it. Carly. Boom. <laughs> Mom. Boom. Boom. Okay. Bye. <laughs>